Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, Episode 70, RHP. I'm your host, Ryan, and you will be hearing from Chuck and myself in just a minute. The This episode's kind of interesting, and there's a reason I'm giving a little bit of intro. It's because when we actually recorded what ended up being an episode, we didn't know that we needed to do an opening. And the reason why is because we had plans to interview Mike Costa, which we did later on, but we had some miscommunication when it came to time zones and everything else. And the night that we recorded this episode, we actually weren't able to match up time with with Mike to actually do the interview with him. So the original plan was we were going to interview Gary and Mike from What's on Joe Mind. They were going to come on and talk about uh, JoeCon coming up. So we thought, okay, well, we'll plan it that we will have them on and we'll record with them to talk about JoeCon and that we would put that on right after the interview with Mike Costa. Well, we ended up talking with Gary and Mike from What's on Joe Mind for a while and noticed that Mike Costa wasn't showing up. And we were wondering, well, what's happening? Well, come to find out after the e- that evening that Mike Costa and myself had miscommunication when it came to the the time zones and and when we were actually going to be meeting up on Skype to do the interview. So we ended up rearranging it and we did end up interviewing Mike Costa. So that's going to be the episode that comes out after this one. We ended up talking with, with Gary and Mike from What's on Joe Mine for so long and I happened to be recording it that I was like, well, what the hell? Just make this an episode. So what you're going to basically hear in this episode is you're going to hear just total, it's going to be like, it's kind of like one of our suck episodes, 
but even more just freeform. We, because we had no idea that this was going to end up being an episode, I thought it might end up being a behind-the-scenes type thing uh, for later on. So, just to warn those that are not big fans of just total ramblings that we've done in the past, or uh, if you're not really one for a lot of sports talk, it might not be your most favorite episode, but there's a lot of humor in this in this episode, a lot of funny moments. It's it's just really Chuck and myself and Gary and Mike really just kind of uncut because we weren't thinking about this being an episode. We were just talking and just having a good time and joking around and everything. So I hope you guys will like it. Uh, a couple things I will warn you about. Uh, one is that Chuck actually had some problems coming through with audio. So I apologize for some of the audio quality because... He was using an iPad. He had used the iPad once before when we interviewed Shannon uh, Gallant, but he came through perfectly fine on that episode, and it was crisp, clear, and I was like, well, this is the way we'll do these Skype things in the future. Not so much this time, and we don't know what the problem was. We don't know what occurred, but he was coming off super quiet, could barely even hear him. And he got it got better at certain points and everything else, but there was a lot of times where I had to really, when I, in the post-production, I really had to amplify his voice. So you'll probably hear some staticky sounds or just like white noise at certain moments, especially when he's talking, because I had, just had to amplify the sound. Uh, so I apologize for that, but like I said, you'll still end up being able to hear, hear him and... Uh, Hopefully, it'll come across very clearly. Uh, the other thing is we just didn't really have much of a closing other than goodbye. So, just want to warn you for that when we say when we say goodbye to uh, Gary and Mike. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Like I said, it's just two hours of just free form. A lot of hilarity. You'll find out what RHP means. Uh, you're going to find out a lot of information about JoeCon. That's coming up. Also, oh, the other thing I wanted to warn you guys about is that this episode was recorded before the news about G.I. Joe the movie being pushed back. So it was literally, I think, two, maybe three days before we found that out, um, or at least a few days before we found that out. Uh, so it was pretty crazy uh, that, you know, I had this whole episode. I was like, okay, we're going to go ahead and use this episode. And then... All of a sudden, we find out that news, and they actually, t- you know, Gary and Mike from What's on Your Mind actually ended up talking about the movie coming up and everything. So, for those that don't know, uh, if if you weren't aware, uh, GI Joe Retaliation was supposed to come out on June 29th. Then, next thing we know, we got a press release that said that it's been pushed back until March 29th of 2013. And what they're stating is that they're stating it's because they want to that they want to make sure that they recover their money from the movie. 3D sales are really drawing in customers and really helping to support movies. So they want to convert the 2D movie into a 3D movie. Which yes, there's probably going to be some cool moments now in 3D, like the ninja fight scene and. Uh, probably a few other big battle scenes probably be pretty cool in 3D, but 
no one's really buying or believing that this is the only reason why it got pushed back. But it is what it is. Uh, I'm still going to look forward to the movie coming out. I don't know what's going to happen, how this is going to impact the toy line. The toys for the first wave of the movie just started coming out and showing up on toy shelves. I just hope it doesn't really impact the toy line in a negative way, although I think it probably will because the toys are coming out and they don't have a movie to back them up yet. But uh, for some really good thoughts on that and some really good ideas uh, as far as how this pushback is is affecting things, I would really recommend listening to What's on Joe Mind. They did a special edition, I believe it was the night of the announcement. So it's their special edition number 13 that they did. And it's like a good hour and 40 minutes, hour and 50 minutes long. And they just had a bunch of different guests on that night that were able to come on from all different perspectives. And uh, it's really worth listening to. And the reason I wanted to promote it is because, like I said, we did have Gary and Mike on here. And, you know, they're good guys. They do a good show. So I just wanted to kind of support something that, that they were able to put together last minute. And it sounds fantastic. So the, for those of you who aren't listening to them, give that give that one a, a shot and if you like that episode you'll probably like more of their episodes there's always room for more joe podcasts so yeah like i said we we just had a blast with gary and mike and uh you know so you know that's what this episode is about like i said we did end up interviewing mike costa there's a lot of awesome information that we got from him i'm actually going to start editing that episode right after i'm done with this and getting this episode out to you so because i want to get it out very soon uh, we talk about Cobra number 13 and what his plans are for Cobra, the Cobra book going forward. We talk about uh, his work with the Casey Jones one-shot that he, he is was co-creating. Also a creator-owned project that he is uh, in the middle of right now. And we also get some perspective on Blackhawks when, when he was working on that book for DC and we get some perspective on his run on Transformers. So it's a really great interview, a lot of information that he provides to us. So look forward to that coming out. Last couple items I just wanted to mention to you guys is one, we have the contest going on right now. And the contest is going to run until June 15th. What you want to do, we've already had quite a few entries. You just want to email starjoespodcast at gmail.com and you want to create your own file card. So you want to put your name and uh, so it's set up as name, code name, and your, uh, where you're located and your specialty. What we ask you to do is, you don't have to, but it, what we would prefer you do is for your name is to actually use your real first name. You don't have to use your real last name. You can make up a last name. But we ask to use your real first name because these are going on our website. So we want people to at least identify with who you are from your first name. Uh, and like I said, if you want to give your last name, that's totally fine. But if not, then make up a last name for your, for your file card. Come up with your own code name, whatever you think is cool or funny or fun or whatever uh give yourself a uh, a code name that you like and then uh put where you're from so where your file card person is from and it's just simply city and state we're not asking for addresses or anything like that 
and then uh, what your specialty is. You know, if if you're a, a laser trooper, you're a sniper, or you are uh, a sound mixer. You know, whatever whatever you want your specialty to be. We've had some interesting things come through already, so uh, I'm looking forward to being able to post those on our website uh, once the contest is all done. And uh, that's it. If you want to provide a photo, you can. You don't have to. We'll basically be pulling art-type photos, probably from other Joe file cards and and things like that in the past uh, to match it up with what you gave us for yours or other photos. The the other thing I would say, and I'm going to reach out to those who already submitted, is if you prefer a Star Wars picture over a Joe picture, please include that in the email uh, because we are Star Joes. So I figure some people have Star Joes uh, images for their file card and some people have Joe images for their file card. And I will be reaching out to those that have already submitted entries to find out what you would prefer. Uh, you don't have to give us a whole bio if you want to. There's been one, at least one entry already, maybe two, that have given us an entire bio, and that's totally fine. If you want to give us your entire bio for your file card, that's fine. We'll put that in there. Again, we I mentioned it last time, we might have to do some editing when it comes to your bio if you provide one, just for the simple fact of space. Not so much for content, unless it's something offensive that you put in there. Uh, I don't predict that would be the case, but just for space reasons, there might be needing to have some editing uh, done to that so it fits on the file card. But certainly I'll look at that to make sure that the basics of of what you had put in your bio are in there. So uh, what can you win? You know, people are... You know, we already kind of mentioned one item, which is we do have, thanks to Roma Collectibles, uh, we do have a Cobra Commander costume. It's an extra large, full-size costume. Uh, that will be in the winning package. We also have quite a few comics. I have a few comics from the uh, current Batman Night of Owls and some comics from the current Avengers vs. X-Men, uh, as well as some comics from Free Comic Book Day. So some very valuable comics uh, with things that are going on right now in DC and Marvel. I I think I also have some a few Joe comics that I'll probably be able to fit in there as well. And uh, we'll we'll see what I can basically cram in into there and get out to you guys, but it's going to be some really good stuff. So uh, definitely enter the contest. Probably... Not the next episode, which will be the Mike Costa episode, but probably the episode after that will probably be our last push for the contest. And in that episode, we will go into detail as far as what exactly will be in that that package. So this way, those of you that have not entered yet, if you're waiting to hear exactly what's going to be in that package, that'll be the episode. So episode 72 will be the episode you'll want to listen to to find out geez, should I actually enter this? Because maybe you're not so big about the costume, although I can't see why you wouldn't be. But maybe that you're interested in some of the other things that will be in there. And like I said, there's definitely going to be some good stuff in there. So that's really about all we had for this right now. So I'm going to turn things over. But before I let you go, I just want to give our contact information. You can find us at starjoes.com you can find us on the forum for geeks.com that's our new forum location and it's been very active so thank you very much you guys 
You can also find us uh, on iTunes. Please leave us a review there. And we're starting to think about some other things as to entice you to leave us a review, so stay tuned for that as well. You'll probably hear a little bit more about that in episode 72 as well. Let's see. You can leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-JOES, 440-941-JOES. You can find, uh, send us an email, again, if you want to enter the contest or if you just have some something you want to email to us or if you just want to email us to say hey and here's my thoughts on some things you guys have been talking about just email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com you can uh twitter with me at least uh chuck's not so much on the twitter but he is thinking about creating his own twitter account and if he does then uh we'll we'll make you guys aware of that as well but twitter right now is at starjoespodcast uh, you can also find us on Facebook and communicate with us on there. There We have our fan site, which is just, uh, it's Star Joe's, and there's a fan site on Facebook. There's also a profile page, and the profile page is the one that Chuck usually takes over and responds to a lot of things. I jump on there every once in a while, but that's just a profile page with the first name of Star and the last name of Joe's. So... A lot of stuff going on out there. You can find us on GeekCast Radio. Uh, it's geekcastradio.com. And there's a lot of other shows on there. It's part of the it's the community that we're a part of. It's a bunch of great guys that run that. And we're happy to be a part of that. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio. It's the smart way to radio, as Gary would say from What's On Joe Mind. It's a free app for all your mobile devices. And a lot of GM models have it. And they're expanding every day. So if you have something that can utilize an app, look for Stitcher Radio. Again, it's totally free, but it's another way that you can listen to Star Joe's uh, on, on the go. I uh, believe that is everything. Uh, we obviously have a lot of different ways that you guys can contact us, interact with us, and listen to us. So uh, with that being said, oh, if but if all else fails and you have a hard time downloading us or finding us right from our website you can play the episodes right from our website or you can download it directly from the website so those are other options for you as well but with that i will go ahead and turn things over to the entire gang take it away guys When you cross that line of fire You've got to have guts to stand for your rights You've got to keep a grip enough to hold on tight You've got to do the fighting with all of your might You've got to keep the target straight ahead on your side Got to get tough, no joke Got to get tough, no joke G.I. Joe, America's top secret mobile strike force team No joke The mission, to defend freedom No joke The threat, Cobra, an evil organization bent on world conquest. Yo, yo. The battle cry. Yo, yo. Got to get tough. Yo, yo. Got to get tough. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. All right, everyone. Well, uh, we have a plethora. That's right. I said a plethora. Chuck, do you know what a plethora is? Uh, more than one, Ryan. Yes, more than one. So we have a some additional guests on the on the line with us today uh, with some, you know, want to talk about some upcoming exciting news that's going on this coming June. Uh, I'd like to welcome from What's on Joe Mine, uh, Gary and Mike. Welcome to the show, guys. 
Hey, thanks for having us. Howdy. So, uh, so what's going on with JoeCon? What what can you tell us? What should people be excited about? Well, I'm just excited I didn't have to do my own intro, so that makes <laughs> nice. me pretty happy. Nice. <laughs> you never have to do your own intro. Um, <laughs> I'm spoiled. Yeah. I, I am a I am I am a spoiled bastard. I wasn't showing up on this show. I got a whole bowl of red M and M's. I had to go through the whole bag and sort out the red ones. Damn, they were supposed to be green. I ate well, the green. Well, red, red is a good theme because that is uh, a partial theme of this year's JoeCon. Um, we are getting a October Guard set for the. If you are a paid attendee of the American Hero package, there is a fifteen figure set. It's the October Guard versus the Iron Grenadiers. Very so nice. Very, very much a red theme. And JoeCon this year is back in New Orleans, June 28th to July 1st, and it happens to coincide with the release of the movie. So it is a big, big, big show weekend. Sounds like it. Yeah, it be there cool. or be Chuck. Yeah, not <laughs> well, me, but the other no. <laughs> no, either one, really, it works. Oh, yeah, I'm not going either. I, I wish I could, but I uh, won't be able to make it this year. So what... When people arrive, let's say it's their first time, what should they expect? Like, what what's the thing they should be most like ready for? Drop Meet some money. People. Meet people. Be friendly. Oh, drop money. Drop money. Dro- well, drop money. <laughs> drop money. You're, you're dropping money even before you get there. You're gonna you're gonna drop at least three forty five on the set before you get there. You are going to drop an, another three fifty to four hundred on your flight to get there, unless you drive. And uh, you're going to drop a ton of money to stay in the hotel. So you are dropping a ton of money just in the necessities. You haven't bought anything on the sales floor yet. But really the, the key to JoeCon is meeting people, meeting your fellow collector, getting in there, engaging yourself into the inner fandom, and uh, finding out uh, who all shares your who all do you share your hobby with on a face-to-face basis. And don't be afraid. Just jump on in. I mean, it's not like you're all there for the same reason. Yeah, yeah, we, we right, talked yeah. about it a little bit on our show when we were recording, and it, that's the, the the worst thing you can do is get in your own way. Uh, everybody is there for the same reason. There is nobody in the room who is more of a dork than you. In fact, you will see that there are, in fact, some people who are more of a dork than you. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, you're you're certainly not going to be at the top of the ladder. Um, and if you are, well, we know who you are. But but <laughs> is uh, it, you're probably is it, it kind of like the 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 fat. People thing like just when you think you're the fattest person, there's always someone else out there that's fatter than you. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Speaking I don't know what you're going here. Speaking as the fat person, you always look around the room to see if there's somebody bigger than you. Right. It's kind of like that deal. It, it, it's kind of like that. But um, and if you if if you can't, then you know you're or, or if you're sitting down, if you play poker at all, if you're looking around the table for the rube and you can't figure out who it is, it's you. It's you. Right. Yeah. But uh, but chances are it's not you because we know who the ru- the biggest rube at JoeCon will be, and uh, we won't name names. <laughs> Gary, but I, I thought I thought Chuck wasn't going. Ah, there we uh, go. Uh, nice one, Chuck. No, you're not going, Chuck. Ah. Uh. Uh. I no, I did listen to your guys' episode today while I was at work not doing anything. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, it was great to hear the insight from you guys, uh, you and Justin, Gary. Uh, with a lot of Jokons under your belt, it sounds like you guys got this thing pretty well, pretty well down oiled uh, to a nice science here. But what I was thinking though, it sounded to me kind of like uh, when I go to a comic book convention, basically, like you said, you're going to go hang out with your friends who share the same interests as you, the same hobby, and that's pretty much what we do. Uh, we go for the the books, obviously, and to meet the creators and artists. But more than that, it's to go spend time with you know other collectors that we've got to know, and other people that we podcast with. 
who just happen to live in different areas in different states and, and, and the fellowship that it brings with those guys. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, believe me, it ch- Gary is going to be modest about it, but he's been to this is is this your your tenth or eleventh, Gary? Excuse me, number ten. This number is the tenth convention in a row that Gary is going to. Uh, if there is an expert in the field of navigating these things, he is your man. So, so our special edition number twelve there uh, is is about as close as you're going to get to the definitive guide to surviving your first joke on. Okay, now you guys went over a lot of stuff on the episode, and I would recommend everybody go out there and download that episode and listen to it, because it was great. It gives you a lot of tips and everything. The one thing that I was listening for and didn't really hear so much on was the sales floor itself. Now, how does that operate? How does that go? Is it a typical kind of sales floor? Is there lines for stuff? Uh, I mean, how, how crowded is it? Is it crowded to walk? Something like a, like a you know San Diego Comic-Con? Is there a lot of room to maneuver? to get time to spend and talk with the vendors? That's a, that's a good question. And and really, yeah, you're right, we didn't cover that because kind of we were just kind of covering the, the, the brochure that the club puts out. We don't really know who the vendors are going to be at on the sales floor. But, excuse me, uh, much of uh, the, the, the larger Joe vendors that uh, you might run across on, let's say, eBay or maybe we'll have sites such as uh, our show sponsor, joearmory.com, they will have a table there. Okay. Um, just about anything you're looking for in terms of anything G.I. Joe. There, there are some stuff you might find, a little bit of Transformers here and uh, a little bit of Star Wars here, but pretty much 80% or more is is G.I. Joe, and it's kind of split a little bit, not equally, but between 3 and 3 quarter, 4 inch, and the 12 inch collectors as well. Uh, the floor itself, uh, I've seen years where it hasn't been very packed, such as my very first convention in San Diego, and a lot of that had to do with location. I've seen years where the entire floor was extremely packed, such as um, the first trip to Disney World, or uh, I want to say uh, the Atlanta floor was pretty well packed. Um, so, not to cut ahead. you off, Gary. Sorry about that, but is is this inside a convention hall or is it inside the hotel itself? It's going to be one of the large hotel lob- uh, uh, ballrooms. Okay. Okay. I know that we talked to one of our sponsors, uh, Roma Collectibles, and they are going to JoeCon, and they are going to set up a table. So you That's see fantastic. those guys, make sure you stop by and say hi. I believe they are also coming to CoilCon. Correct, they are. Correct. Yep. Uh, yep. Dropping, we're just dropping cons and names all over the place. <laughs> now, the CoilCon was something what, that I wanted Coil to go Con? to. But, well, CoilCon was something I wanted to go to, but I can't because it's the same time as Baltimore Comic Con. Yeah. So I'll be going to that. Well, Super we'll, Show really we'll screwed you, us over this year. We'll get you. We'll get you eventually to, to the Qualcomm. But well, that's what yeah. I was thinking. At one weekend, uh, me and the wife might drive out there, and uh, if I do that, maybe I'll contact you and your lovely wife, and we'll meet up for dinner or something. Well, yeah. Even even if you come out to, to good old Kokomo Toys by yourself, yeah, definitely let us know. We'll get the whole gang together. That'd but when we have a celebrity, when we have a noted podcast celebrity <laughs> Chuck wow. come to our area, we will make sure that 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 you are honor. treated well. Your guys, Chuck will be there. That, that's what oh. I'm no, no, that's, that's, that's you don't leave his house. Pod, you know that. That's yeah, infamous podcast yeah. celebrity Chuck. This is noted podcast celebrity Chuck. We have noted. infamous podcast yeah. celebrity Chuck. See, it's different, yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't. He's not really. No, well, he's noted for a few things, but nothing that would make him a celebrity. So, yeah. but the sales floor is awesome. 
If you're looking for anything, you're looking for parts and pieces, bits and whatever, uh, for customizing, you have a piece of the flag you're missing, you have a, a piece of the general that you're missing, and you're probably going to find it in someone's bin there. You just got to kind of pick through it all. A little bit of everything of G.I. Joe. And you also has have the corporate booth of Hasbro that's there, and that's where you get to see a lot of some of the upcoming products for the year. What and you get a chance to talk to the Hasbro team. What about any kind of like custom G.I. Joe figures or um, you know, G.I. Joe prints or G.I. Joe comics? The other stuff than you know the normal stuff you're going to find. Are there any kind of like um, I guess hidden treasures, hidden gems like custom figures, custom vehicles, or mm-hmm. comic books, or prints, or things of that nature? Uh, good, uh, good friend of the show and one of our listeners, Avac. Uh, that's his alias online. He has uh, a, a little uh, store that he's created himself called Avac's Lab. And what he does is he kind of customizes his tanks and the bulldozers and that type of thing, kind of okay. give. A Cobra like a uh, construction arm and so he'll be there with his customized gear and he does a really a lot of really good work of course you will have a customs contest there uh, so a lot of those people that have entries into the custom contest some of them have booths with some of their custom gear like uh, Broken Arrow Toys which would uh, better known as Alyosha to a lot of people uh, he typically is set up with some of his custom gear uh, there has also been uh, just guys that were selling just custom figures and a and, and variety of all types of flavors there as well. Uh, and not only just three and three quarter, but there are some 12 inch uh, um, dealers there that are dealing in 12 inch uh, custom figures as well. So you get to see it from a different side. Nice. Okay. Now, uh, Gary and Mike, are you, I, I don't want to assume, but are you both going to be there? Yes, I am. I, I, I will commit myself. Okay. Um, I am, uh, I'm in that boat of about, I'm about 80% of the way there. Okay. Got to get the last couple of teeth crossed and eyes yeah. dotted. Okay. If nothing major happens and this car doesn't break, Michael go. Right. The, exactly. the, re- the reason I asked if you're following along. Yeah. The, the reason I asked follow along. Yeah. The reason I asked if both of you are going is is because I wanted to ask the question outside of obviously being able to interact with with uh, other Joe fans, which of course is I think why everyone goes to a convention, or at least I think that should be the reason why people go to conventions, interact with people that yeah. share common common interests, but. Um, Outside of that, what would you you guys say that you're most excited about as far as this convention? Like for you personally, the chance to see the movie with other diehard Joe fans that's, that are my fellow collectors on opening night or opening day. Yes, yeah, that that's probably that's probably number one. And number two, it's New Orleans, baby. I mean Bourbon yeah. Street. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Everyone wants to get drunk. Yeah, I got <laughs> drunken debauchery. I mean, there's the it can't be a Joe Con without a degree of drunken debauchery going on. Here, here. And that usually involves Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about his infamous uh, bucket tail story there. Yeah. Yes, he uh, he is. Uh, actually, it's a garbage can. So garbage can. There you go. Make sure you. When, and it is, in fact, just the garbage can story. So you don't even have to add any weird, weird adjectives to it. He'll know exactly what you're talking about. Nice, nice. Is, it, is there going to be any Eiffel Tower stories? Wow. <laughs> if you don't know what if you don't know what that is, if you don't know what that is, you need to listen to episode sixty nine of ours, which is going to come out tonight. So <laughs> uh, James will be there, so never say never. So yeah, there could be one or one or so. <laughs> Noted author James Cavanaugh will be in attendance. So. It, it, it does get pretty wild there down in New Orleans. So oh yeah, but uh, no, it's, it sounds like a fantastic event. Like Chuck said, I wish I, it was something I could go to. Um, like you said, it's, it's just like minded people. Getting together, having a good time on both both sides. I I think of, of the tables and everything else. You know, the fans as well as the creators and, and everything else that are there. 
of of this thing that we love. So it's it's, uh, it's not a it's not a cheap endeavor. It, it, it is definitely a quite a, a quite a bit of investment just to go. I mean, it's it's three fifty to step in the door. Right. Right. Uh, but if you're a fan of GI Joe and you, you've never been in New Orleans and you, you want to meet some of your fellow collectors and you just happen to like the October Guard and Iron Grenadier. Um, it's a heck know, of a vacation. It, yeah, it's a heck of a vacation. I can't say enough about New Orleans. It's the second time we've been to New Orleans, and the first time was awesome, and I just kept putting it on my form. I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back. And it is it is a great place to go and just hang out. A lot of history, a lot of culture, and just a lot of fun. But if you're a Joe fan, registration has not opened yet. Uh, if you go to GIJoCon.com, uh, you can get all the information you need to uh, attend there, as well as uh, registration here is probably going to be starting up any day. So this is yeah, this we're, is probably going to boil. This is like probably you said, be Gary, we're expecting that any time, and right. so so by the time this gets to the air, it may well be. It might, yeah. So check, and it, this might be an eleventh hour decision for you, but uh, if you decide to come, you're you're not going to be disappointed. I guarantee you that. Okay, guys, a couple other questions here for you. I know you said you were looking back forward to going back to New Orleans. Do you guys, as the Collectors Club, get to vote on where the location will be? No, unfortunately not. Okay, because no. if we did, it'd be Vegas. <laughs> Vegas yeah. Or right. be in your backyard. Or so that's just such no, a no, that's, no, no. Gary, Gary refuses. Even though Indianapolis, Indiana, is the the second biggest convention city in America after Las Vegas, uh, Gary refuses to to want for a con in Indianapolis. Well, who wants the vacation in their home state? I mean, seriously. Gary's on. Thank you, Chuck. No, I'm with Mike on this. I would want it in my backyard. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't have to be there every year, but every once in a while. Yeah, maybe I'd just like to save a couple of hundred bucks on plane fare. Not all of us have the, not all of us get quadruple miles, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second second question here is with uh, the botcon that just happened. There was some rumors about Hasbro and third party people. Mm-hmm. Is any of that stuff? Uh, have you guys heard anything about that? We we got a chance to talk to um, Counterpunch from the uh, Cybertron.com TwinCast on one of our past episodes. Uh, episode 54, and uh, we asked him about that, and, and it really wasn't as a much of an issue there as a lot of people thought it would be. Joe Con itself doesn't have, or actually Joe itself, the hobby itself, does not have much in the way of third party. Uh, there's coming to questions of uh, questions to be about, like if I'm going to sell custom figures, that that might be skirting on gray area. But then you have guys like Marauder Inc., Marauder John, that sells the guns. It, that seems to be turning uh, Hasbro seems to be turning a blind eye to that, and then you have guys like the Black Major who sell like obsolete O-ring figures, which are basically O-ring customs that are mass produced on eBay. That, that doesn't seem to be anything really stopping that. So it's not as widespread with Joe, where they're just out and out blatantly knocking off. Uh, the current modern era swivel chest figures, and they're trying to sell them at JoeCon. So I don't see it being a problem at JoeCon. Okay, good to know. Ryan, you got any other questions about JoeCon? I I don't, because I mean, I, I mean, to, to I'm answer jealous. that question, no, no, Joe yeah. fans are typically Ryan sold. Yeah. He wants to come. I'm just yeah. jealous. <laughs> we were actually Joe. talking about it a couple of days ago at work, yep. and we, we both said we would really like to go. It's just the timing of it all, and you know. Let me put it to you this way: I have. I have a strategic plan that I'm putting together right now to uh, to get into Chuck's house and find everything I can 
that might be worth something that could pay for a flight down there and my entry. Wow. Problem is, I've been in Chuck's house. And he has nothing of value. There's really nothing of value. There. Oh. Anything of value, I sold at the garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> that money, that money went for smack a long time ago. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Man, oh, we, Chuck, we thank Chuck. you guys for. We thank you guys for definitely yeah, allowing no us to come on uh, and talk about yeah, this. Definitely, definitely check out the What's on Joe Mind special edition episode. Is that number seven? Uh, oh, gosh. Special edition 12. 12. 12 special edition 12. Special edition number 12. Uh, get all your JoeCon love there. Very and we're, we will try to broadcast one a day every day at JoeCon for wow. those that are missing the event. We'll, we'll see how ambitious we – we're feeling <laughs> ambitious now. We'll see how that actually turns yeah. out. We're going to run out of drinking time. <laughs> Why don't you do one every other day? No, we'll just start drinking during the show. <laughs> there you go. And, don't and edit I'm, that, Gary. Don't edit that. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking at some point after after Joe Con's ended and everything else that we have to have you guys back on to tell us the real stories that you couldn't tell on your show. Yeah, we want to wrap up. And because uh, you know there, you know there's stories you can't tell, but on on Star Joe's it's open forum, and. Uh, no, yeah, we, name, name, we name names. We can't tell what. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we actually. I would love to have you guys back on to give us a wrap up and, yeah, sure. and uh, just have a good time chatting about Joe and and maybe some maybe some crossing over of other properties, Gary. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll cross okay. <laughs> maybe we'll cross some other properties. Maybe, maybe we won't. It maybe, would be it would be our pleasure. Make make yeah. you feel a little bit more comfortable with that crossing over, Gary. <laughs> Get some uh, Justin Bell cross dressing stories. <laughs> well, if there's anyone cross-dressing it again, it's going to be noted author James. Yeah, yeah, if he wins that costume contest again, uh, that's crazy. Well, they named a trophy after him. There you go. Yeah. Well, anybody who dresses up like Pythona, I guess you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the shame level, <laughs> as Mike says. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's the lack of shame it's level. The lack of shame. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, I, the I shame, dressed up shame level is minute. Yeah. <laughs> One of those characters from Cobra Law that did not deserve to win. No, not at all. I wasn't even there. I didn't see it, but it's Cobra Law. You can't win. <laughs> you can. He's won twice as Cobra Law, by the way. Yeah. Two times. Pythona, and then he was Globulus one year. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> no, no, because, again, as I said on our show last night, um, it was pretty outstanding seeing James Globulus in Atlanta. Uh, because he had clearly had too much to drink. It was after casino night and the the the, the dinner on Saturday evening, you know. And, and he's in this costume where his legs are literally bound together, and he's still managing to maneuver around the room. He cannot form a complete sentence. Nice. But he's walking upright, straight as an arrow, in the Galobulus suit. So I mean, it it was it was something to see. I mean, there 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 could have been people in lab coats following him as to just. To chart higher brain function and things like that. It was impressive. Nice. No, but I I, I appreciate you guys coming on because I mean, as someone that has unfortunately not been able to attend one, I know for a fact that you know you guys can talk informatively and give us an idea of, of what people can expect. And and obviously we have a, a share a lot of the same fans, but at the same time I know that there's probably some of our listeners that un- unfortunately don't know your podcast yet. But they should. They should go check it out. Uh, but hopefully they'll they'll get the information that they would need to uh, attend JoeCon because I'm sure it's something that our any of one of our listeners would be interested in uh, looking into for themselves. So I appreciate you guys coming on. 
Oh, no problem, man. Appreciate you guys having us. And, uh, yeah, no problem, man. Put a little link in the window there for a little surprise for you to take a peek at. Oh, great. Nice. Good. Even I don't know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. They should all, they should all go to uh, geekcastradio.com and check everybody out. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the whole the whole syndicated family. Well, yeah, that is... a nemesis enforcer, too, huh? That is a disturbing <laughs> image right there. <laughs> yes, that is... Uh... That is uh, noted author James Cavanaugh's Galobulus. Uh, I was going to tell everybody to buy his book, but now I'm not. <laughs> Coil, Con Pres- uh, Coil President John Cremines as Nemesis Enforcer. Oh, my lord. And, uh, and moderately geeky's own Jay Hunger as, as the Royal Guard. Yeah, I am now saving this image. <laughs> and it will be appearing on Facebook when this episode comes out. <laughs> nice. You'll, you'll, you'll be the seventh or eighth one, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up the W on Nemesis Enforcer's crotch? Is that like home uh, of the Rockers? Is that what that is? Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, all right, so that's all I've got. But uh, we there's there's a picture floating around of, of them out there threatening somebody in a really awesome Cobra Commander costume. Uh, there's pi- pictures of them threatening uh, Fred Meyer of Joe Battle Lines. Nice. Um, we've got we've got pictures of, of Cobra Law roughing up some people too. Now, now here's, a, here's another interesting one. Uh, this is from last year, and uh, this really is, is a classic of all classic pictures. Uh, you might want to quickly avert the eyes after you see it, but <laughs> again, it is noted author James Cavanaugh. Yikes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The suit's so tight, I can tell what religion he is. <laughs> Saving that one. <laughs> Suit so tight you can tell what color his sock is. That's... Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But see, I'm just saving that one for my own personal collection. Yeah, that's... It's going in the old. Well, there you go. That's what you can expect at Joe Con. There, there is a degree of uh, costumes, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, here's what you're yeah. looking at. It's a good taste. I think. <laughs> I think. It looks like it's in good taste. <laughs> Is that the costume where he borrowed your wife's bra, Gary? That would be uh, Pythona. That's that would be for Pythona. Okay. okay. Just curious. That woman's a saint for giving him that. You know that, right? <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. I'm extremely lucky. Did she, she ask burned for it. it back is what I'm... <laughs> she burned it. She, she burned it, yeah. Good woman. Yeah, Good woman. <laughs> Smart move. It, it glowed kind of green. Well, there you go. And it had nothing to do with paint. No. No. No, yeah. I'm sure the... I'm sure the chemistry majors in the audience will will know what that means. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. It was great. Um, we're going to have to definitely hook up at uh, Coilcon, not Coilcon, but uh, Kokomo Toys. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe this summer time. we'll we'll make a journey out or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Road trip. It's not that far. If if I can get to Kokomo Toys from St. Louis, you guys have no excuse. Absolutely. Yeah. No uh, doubt. We we will we will make it a point to make that happen. You'd better, because you know. You better. We'll get to <laughs> Cleveland. It's from Mike. We'll get to Cleveland. We'll, we'll get to Cleveland. <laughs> nice. We got some business in Cleveland. And if if you have to kick more than one person in the nuts, you'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> if necessary. Right. If necessary. I'm just going to go so I don't get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> I'm just going to wear a cup. Every day of my life. I swear what uh, James is wearing in that picture. Um, (laughs) Nice. He's got enough socks there that that would probably do the job. (laughs) I think my wife would leave me. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you dress like that, I'm sure she would, yeah. And, and I wouldn't blame her. That's why James is single. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, um, yeah, we still have no Costa, by the way, but we we can end on that note. <laughs> Good. You stood us up, so thanks, guys. I emailed them, and, and then I tweeted them. I was like, what the uh, hell? These, these creators, they operate on their own thing. Oh, my God. Have you guys had that experience yet of just, like, creators not following timetables? Um, no, we've been pretty lucky. The, the only time that we had a scheduled interview that didn't go through was we had Michael Bell. Okay. And it just... That's Duke, right? We've had some technical yeah. issues. We've had some technical issues with some of the older guys. Well, uh, Michael Bell had a tough time getting plugged into to Skype. Uh, Flint Dilly yeah. had some issues with Skype. But it you wasn't that they weren't can, there. Duke can stand you up for two or three hours. You, you wait for him. <laughs> well, it's funny. I even said it on the podcast. It's a true story. I'm, I'm helping him set up Skype. And he's like, every other word's like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Is he saying and, fuck at the Duke voice? It, well, you could hear a little bit of Duke in there, right? right. So, and then, and then I said, then we got Skype working. I said, okay, send me a test IM. And he sends it. I see my screen light up, and I look, and it says, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. And, I, and so then we finally start to, you know, we get the call, and I could hear his voice and everything. And so I was like, okay, don't touch a thing. We'll, this will be ready for next week and everything. We'll, we'll talk to you then. And then I get off and I go, <laughs> I go right to my wife and I go, Duke said, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah, if, if he has a, if he has a voice, if he has a character that's the most like his real voice, think Zan from Super Friends. Okay. Saying, saying, fuck over and over again, and you kind of have have an idea where 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 the discussion was with Michael Bell. Hey, uh, one thing I didn't ask you guys, but I'm curious myself. Uh, for the JoeCon, do you guys find out about the sideshow collectibles announcements there? Uh, sideshow sometimes sets up, sometimes doesn't set up. Okay. Uh, they set up in the past, and they did let us know what it was going to be at San Diego Comic Con, but uh, I don't know. Um, I kind of hope they show up. Might be a, I heard a rumor there might be as like a snow job figure coming. Well, and we've heard the same rumor too. Now, whether that be for an exclusive or part of the regular, I hope it's part of the regular line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'll be awesome. Awesome. I'll be first in line you'll, for that. One. Yeah, yeah no. you'll 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 know if that's true by all the pictures coming back from Con of of Gary with a raging heart on, <laughs> screaming <laughs> like a little girl. Ah, ah, they're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, se- it seems like every time we've had a, a creator on, it's been like half hour, hour later that we actually are starting because like, and it's always them. Like we're, they're always just like, I'm sorry, I, I was doing this. I'm like, okay. But it's like after the third time it's happened, we're just like, you know what? You can't count on these creators. No wonder their deadlines of their comics don't come out when they're supposed to. <laughs> Flint, Flint Dilly was kind of late, wasn't he, Mike? He was a little tardy, but he had some issues with Skype as well. So yeah. Yeah, that was. A, did you heard the episode where we interviewed Flint Dilly, and then in the same episode we interviewed Mike Chang and uh, Larry Hama again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> a little insider info on that one. Uh, Mike Chang and Larry were on Skype waiting their turn, and they were saying, "Hey, you know, Larry wants to get this going. Larry wants to get this going." And so Justin is starting to panic. Say, yeah. well, Larry, Larry's going to drop off. We need to, we need to do something. We need to, but we couldn't kick off Flint. Right. So what Justin and I did it was fake technical difficulties and drop off a of Skype. Oh wow! <laughs> and so, 
So Flint was so into the interview that he would just take a, 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 a question and just go with it for 20 minutes. Right. And I, I think in the period that we were gone, Mike, you got a chance to ask one question. I, I believe that total we asked three questions. Three questions time, you guys did? In, in the 45 minutes that Gary and Justin were not around. <laughs> I think we got a, a, a grand total between Chuck and myself of three questions. I think it was kind of just like Chuck threw a couple, and I had a couple of follow-ups to those, and then one question of my own. So you know, we're, we just it was it was very convert it was a very conversational interview. I mean, he he just knew how to answer questions. He he's he's one of those where he's a guy who's clearly thought this stuff out. We've had some other interviews in the past where, you know, they they answer exactly what you ask them, and they have nothing else to say. They add to Jeremy it. Dale, yes or no? Yeah, yes. Jeremy uh, Dale, but, the record yeah, the, thirty minute thirty minute interview we had. Yeah, well, he, he seemed like a pretty cool 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 guy. He is a cool guy. I, I don't. I just don't know if we weren't asking him challenging enough questions or whatever. He's just like, blah blah blah. Uh, okay. Again, I, I I think he just doesn't get interviewed. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But, uh, that, I, I don't mean that as a slight. I just think that he's not a guy who gets interviewed very often. Sure, sure. So he just he just he answered the questions because that's what he's supposed to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we Justin and I finished the interview with Mark Chang and and Larry. Then got back onto the regular recording with Chuck and, and the mic. And then I was up next with my next question, and I was at Buck Rogers' question. Okay. <laughs> no one knows actually what happened in the background because right. I edited it. And, then, and of course, it just seemed seamless as it seamless, was. Right. It, it was, but we were just hopping back and forth and scrambling on that particular That's one because Mark Chang and Larry said they want to come on to do an announcement. Well, you kind of got to give them the time they want. Oh yeah, right. Well, and then I mean, you know this for a fact, Gary. It's like it's ah, the magic of editing. It's just like no one ever knows some of the stuff that happens in the background. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've had stuff like I'll put on a, a behind the scenes, you know, episode or something like that of just stuff that happened in other episodes that we recorded, and then I was when I did the editing, I got rid of it because I knew I was going to get rid of it, and. I don't think anyone – there's certain times where I don't think anyone would know where that part fit into the episode yeah. just just because editing seemed to – I mean, there's times where you can tell because it jumps a little bit or something like that. But there's some times where I'll listen back to it and I'm like, wow, that is so seamless that you would never know that there was something there. <laughs> Actually, the, you guys did that kind of like your live one behind the scenes where you kind of hear you guys – uh, say this is what we're going to do and how we're going to do the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to do that on the episode right before JoeCon, so I don't have to freaking edit it because I have to get on an airplane the next morning. Nice. nice. <laughs> so I was going to throw it up raw. So stealing another thing from us—that's great. Wow. <laughs> you know. I was waiting for it. <laughs> hey, hey! I believe you you took the uh, uh, the, the Jay Z song from us. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't made it up that part of that episode yet. And we're going to do next week, we're going to have Flint Dilly back on, and we're going to do a, a live commentary of uh, the episode of Cold Slither. Nice. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he was he, he wrote that. So we're nice. going to do the, the, the live commentary of that. So that that will be something new and interesting that, that we haven't done. The, uh, the call-in episode actually went pretty well. Yeah, American. sir, I couldn't stay up too late. I, I get up at Dude, five. I am sorry about that. I kept, I was like, try to get you in. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Chuck, on his end, apparently had at one point about fifteen people deep. Nice. Wow. And I, I didn't think we would have much more than like five or six calls. And we did ten plus. We had like kind of special folks that would call in, 
and I'm trying to fit these folks in, but I like have all these other calls. So all in all, I mean, we had 15, 16 people call into the show to, to kind of, to, to, to be part of it. I was like, wow, that was like 15, 16 more than I originally thought would probably be there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We, yeah, we have to, we have to do another on. call in show where we're not, we're not letting our, our special guests in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to come on and say congratulations on the podcast. You know, uh, doing it a year every week—that's great. But you robbed me of that. Thank you. I've just been having fun on Tuesday nights. Sometimes on, now that I have the iPad with Twitter, just following what the hell you guys are saying to each other during the show, and then <laughs> chiming in every once in a while. I'll wait for Ryan. Ryan now is going to tweet us: "Stop copying my stuff." <laughs> <laughs> just type "unoriginal bastard." <laughs> Sometimes, like a couple weeks ago, Justin and Chuck and I were having a conversation that was completely different than what was going on the program. Yeah. So sometimes it gets a little bit meta. (laughs) Well, the the, the strange part is, is Chuck's having a conversation? Weird, I know, but it doesn't involve anymore. What's up with that? It doesn't involve a whole lot of face-to-face contact, so he's okay with it. (laughs) He really doesn't say a lot anymore. Ah, the wonders. Not that it's not that it's bad. I mean, you know, keeping him out is good, but (laughs) he doesn't really say much anymore. I, well, I'm not editing him out on purpose. I'll I'll say that for a fact. I'll joke that I am, but no, I mean, it's lie. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. I don't know. It's just, he's. I guess he's picking and choosing where to kind of make his points. <laughs> Maybe he was sleeping once or something. I don't know. You can't. You can't compare everything to Transformers. No, I try. I know. <laughs> oh man! But yes, yeah. but it would almost be fun to hear Chuck on a Transformers podcast. He would. Appar- uh, apparently, he's going to show up on the Cybertron.com twin cast at some point. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I always said that he does. He, he, he when he's showed up on the Fushcast, he's always done a real good job on the Fushcast because he knows a little of a little something about a lot of of licensed properties. Yeah, sure, yeah. But you know, where we we specifically just know a lot about GI Joe and only GI Joe. Uh, what you can't expect everybody in the room to have that same level of. I don't know if you want to call it craziness. I don't know, but we, we have a different, a different obsession. Type of, obsession. Yeah, we like to call it expertise. expertise. We're, we're not people who we're not people who collect a bunch of different stuff. We're we're pop culture dumpsters in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's you know, we read comic books, we watch television, we we see movies and things like that. Whereas yeah. Chuck is is much more of just a toy guy than than some others. I mean, Chuck knows toys and and seventies rock, and that's kind of <laughs> that's his wheelhouse. Those are his wheelhouse. That's that's the fastball down and in to Chuck, you know. <laughs> and that, well, and that's the one thing. Like, thankfully, we with our least listeners have been vocal. I'm sure there's listeners just screaming in their pod, you know, at their iPods or whatever like that um, at us sometimes. But like, we've come out and said, like, look, we're covering so many properties on our show that there's no way we're going to know everything on this stuff. And thankfully, like, we have listeners that will correct us and let us know, but they do it in a way that's not like attacking them. like yeah like you guys are idiots you don't know what you're talking about it was this or whatever like it's just hey guys just let you know you said this but it was actually this and usually it's something chuck said but yeah, yeah. Uh. We, <laughs> something about beast only, wars or we something haven't been well i i don't know what what letters you get about us in comparison to both of our shows 
because I know you told me about uh, one guy says, oh, I listened to Joe, what's on Joe Mind, but now I listen to you guys. Um, there was, we got That's one letter one time. We yeah. like we like those letters. <laughs> there was there was one we had where someone said that that we're way too positive about the club that he can't stand that we're always positive about the club. Yeah. And you're a negative podcast all the time. That'll just well, my take my take on on the club is, and, and this is exactly what happened with the Cybertron.com twin cast where they told Fun Publications to fuck off. They specifically said that on their podcast. And it got heard, mm. and then they were asked to make an apology. Mm. What go- the club knows, they read the forums. They have guys that read the forums and everything. They know what's going on. They know they screwed up when they when with the little mess they had. What good is it for us to sound like the rest of the whining, sure. screaming fanboys? No, because then all of a sudden we will just be lost in the masses as well. Yeah. We will just be background right. noise. There, yeah, and that's what happens too. Is is I mean, um, I, I jokingly say this, but like, I I get on Chuck's case because I'm like, dude, you're getting way too negative. But I kid. Um, <laughs> no, we both like we both like our stuff, and and we're both positive about. It. I mean, that's the reason why we, why we do the show, just like you guys. And if we were doing a show just to bitch about the stuff that we like, then why do we even like it? Um, it doesn't make sense at all. Um, and I listen. I've listened to podcasts, and I've actually stopped listening to some podcasts because that's all I was getting was negative stuff about stuff I liked. And then I'm hearing these people bitch about, it and I'm like, "But I don't agree with you. I like that stuff. I like this or I like that." And all you're doing is bitching about it constantly. Well, I don't want to hear that when I'm. You don't want it to be too much where I'm just constantly kissing your ass. And you don't want to be too right. much where I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. You want a good mix, a good balance. You want honesty. If it's I think good, yeah. it's we have, good. If we've it's had sunset, critical things to say. Yeah. We've had critical things to say about the club, mm-hmm. but we're just very careful to blame them for what they actually can be blamed for. Right. right. Like, it's not the club's fault that somebody decided to set them up and steal information from them. That's right. some Everybody gets asshole back. somewhere else. It happens everywhere. It right. is their fault that they didn't tell anybody about it for a month. Right. It yeah. is their fault that they didn't update their systems years ago when, when people were starting to get on their case about updating their systems. But it's not it their fault. a running joke happened. on the program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so, you're, you're absolutely so right. It's yeah, very important to draw that line. And people I mean, people want us to blame the club for the Lindbergh baby. They want us to blame <laughs> them for the Hindenburg. They want us to blame them for the ass- assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. They, <laughs> they had a hand in the club for Fort Sumter. Yeah, yeah. I do believe I mean, they were on the grassy knoll. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they want to yeah. blame them for Star the Joe. The club is out of Dallas, after all. Yeah. yeah. They want I us blame. to blame them for Star Joes. They want us to blame them for... <laughs> exactly. For hey, Chuck. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, of uh, stuff here, it just came to mind. Do you... Have you guys found any retaliation toys in your area yet? Uh, I did see the larger version of the Snake Eyes, the bigger it's, kitty one. Ew, yeah. But that's all I've seen. Yeah, I haven't really seen anything Yeah, I was, I was told by uh, James Cavanaugh today that they're showing up in Toys R Us, so you might want to start checking... Okay. Your Toys R Us. But, yeah, this is <laughs> – I just came to remind because I was telling Mike last night I got a – Kokomo Toys got their stuff in early. And so they just called me up there to come pick it up. And I got a, I got one of the, the motorcycles. Okay. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> it looks like it sucks. I, yeah. I don't say it very often, but, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like it sucks, yeah. Oh, it is 
horrible. And I, you know, this is one of the when I get to do the first reviews, it's just like, look, Hasbro, I, I, I could, you know, I could give up, I, I could give up some of the articulation that you allowed uh, to, to 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 be taken away and everything, but these bikes just suck. <laughs> just, Are they just I, cheap and flimsy? Uh, well, I have the Wheel Blaster bike, which is supposed to be the the bike that Firefly is riding in the movie. Okay. And sculpting wise, if I were to put it, you know, a mile away, it looks pretty cool. And then I get it up close, and I'm like, well, what's it do? You know, it shoots the wheel out the front. That's what it does. Awesome. And then another wheel comes in behind it and replaces it, so he, okay. he never he never falls. The figure is. <laughs> I showed it to Debbie, and she goes, "Now that is a dollar store figure." Oh. Is that one of those five points of articulation figures? Yes. It nice. is just the plastic on it. People oh. are one of the things I said about some of these figures that are out coming out now, it's like the plastic feels cheap. No. You haven't felt cheap plastic until you get these five points of articulation figures. That's cheap plastic. Now oh. I looked at those dollar general figures that I got. I haven't opened them yet, but I looked at them and they did look a little bit different compared to the uh with the 25th plastic and the other ones that are out, are out now, uh, it looked a know, little bit different. You know, the, I, I don't think I don't think there's anything different with the plastic. And, and in fact, if you were to compare, let's say, uh, shipwreck to okay. to shipwreck that came out in the 25th line in a single pack, okay, this shipwreck is better because he has better articulation. He actually has wrists that are articulated. Okay. He has that additional pivot on the wrist. Most hmm. of these figures have that additional piece of articulation, whereas a lot of the retaliation figures don't necessarily have that. Yeah. Wow. And the Cobra Commander from the first wave, I guess, of the retaliation, that's going to be the black one, right? Ah, uh, yeah. If you're... When I was... Well, I, I want the blue one. Yeah, when I was with Kokomo Toys and I was helping him, they had more than 100 cases and every single one was black. But yeah. the... So when I found my wave of uh, uh, retaliation figures at Meyer here locally, yeah. it was blue. Wow. So right now your your least available one is the blue one, and I've yeah. already opened mine. Blue I'm is like, going to be uh, like I'm a like, detail. Yeah, so it's going to be it, for the uh, you know okay. a little word to the wise possibly maybe if if you want a blue one grab them now because i think the prices of those are going to go up here once word starts leaking out yeah oh. that's the one i wanted was the blue one the blue one is sweet no my my, my wife jennifer her her you know mom and dad or her parents they live up uh, around toledo they had a house up there we would go up there and there would be like a, a meyer stores and stuff like that around that area around michigan but other than that, there's not really one around. You have to go like I think south of Ohio. No, there's I think there's there's a Meyer on the way to Dayton between Dayton and Indy. Okay. Ohio, Indiana, and Michigan are the only the only states that there's Meyer stores in. Okay. Ohio, Indiana, yeah, Michigan, because they they yeah they lived right like I said uh, by Toledo. They had a house up there, a boathouse. Yep. And if you cross over to, into uh, Michigan, there was a Meyer store up there. I remember going there. I'm like, what the hell's a Meyer? They, but I've, I've been in there. But, the Super Walmart. Yeah, it, it looked like a Walmart. Honestly, it did. I remember cooler than Walmart. Yeah, I remember Myers from when I uh, went to school in Toledo, in college, and then my sister lives in Columbus, and they're all over the place in Columbus. So okay, so they're in Columbus too. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I haven't. I very rarely go any much farther west in a car than Dayton. That's just to go see the guys. James lives in Dayton, so yeah. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I haven't uh, gone further west to Dayton for, or excuse me, further east to Dayton. In a I was while. like, west, where east. am I going? West, yeah, that's <laughs> up is down, left is right, black is white. Go, going west, it typically stops at Terre Haute for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, no, I mean, one, the, there was one time, Matt, to be honest with you, I mean, Columbus is amazing if you get a chance to ever check it out. Um, it's like hugely growing more than it already was. I've been all over Columbus just because my sister's moved like eight times <laughs> and, uh, Eviction. in like th- three years. No, <laughs> I did, I did. no, we did, uh, we, last time I was there, we went to the, um, Columbus Toy Show in 2008. The coil set up a table there. Okay. I probably saw you there and didn't even know. Did you see the big snake armor? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's us. Nice. That's John. He's he's the old president of Ohio. That's and that's a but a good buddy of James. Okay. And so John makes made the one to one snake armor. He's he's working on a Mark II in his garage right now. Nice. Uh, a slim down version, and then uh, our buddy Jay, who's on another podcast called Moderately Geeky. He, he's uh, the, he has a website cardedheroes.com. Okay. Um, he's he lives on the west side of Indianapolis, and uh, he's the, the vice president of the Coil. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Greg. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one G.I. Joe podcast, What's On Joe Mind. That's right. It's Joe news, reviews, and special guests like you've never heard them before delivered right to your MP3 player. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. Hey. We're just kidding, Chuck. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. Hey. It's What's On Joe Mind. Every week on the Geekcast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. Can I say something about Transformers? No! Movie Week in Review is the Geekcast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on GeekCastRadio.com. To Cybertron. Thank you, Soundwave. I am TF2 and Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. Also, a few supplemental episodes in an interview with Stan Bush. So check out the TFG1 Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transforming Rollout. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, geekcastradio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on geekcastradio.com. Now, back to G.I. Joe. Now, um, maybe 
maybe you guys have something. I, I have a feeling, I have an idea of what probably freaking happened is I think, because Costa contacted me saying, what time was it again? I said 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think he's on the West Coast. He probably thought okay. it's a two-hour difference instead of a oh. three-hour difference. Yeah. So I bet you he's going to show up at 10 o'clock. Um, did you guys have any questions that you'd want us to ask him for you? or? Yeah, what Just happened? Do you want to come on? Uh, what's on <laughs> <laughs> ask him, Mike. So, Mr. Costa, would you guys ever think about doing what's on Joe Mine? He's tweeted. <laughs> he's tweeted to Justin that he wants to come on. Yeah, he's tweeted to me like seven times. And finally, I nailed him down. <laughs> um, and we've had him on before. <laughs> That's the just, thing. Just we've had him on before. We've talked to him. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sold on IDW not breaking things up for. I, not not in the short term, but the long term. I can see one of those titles being dropped. Okay. And unfortunately, I see it the title that's my favorite being the one that's dropped. Snake Eyes? No, uh, Real American Hero. Oh. I don't know. I, I think I think the Snake Eyes title. I think Snake Eyes. Dropped. Really, Snake Eyes? I, I, okay. Yeah. I yeah. tend to think that too. Okay. Well, you know that'd be. If that happens, they need to get Robert then on the regular Joe the book or something. Joe book or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would have him talk about that and see if he see what he can reiterate and say what he knows or I don't know. That's sure. no one's really heard firsthand anything from them. Um, I don't think on a podcast yet, have we? I don't think so. That I've heard, not to my knowledge. No. Um, yeah, no. It's it it's really weird because when we had him on the first time, he was just like, I mean, he, we had a great time with him, and and he's he. Had I heard said, that one. Yeah, and he said he yeah. And so then um, I contacted them through Facebook, and and then, like, we talked back and forth a couple times, and then all of a sudden I didn't hear anything back. And then, like, out of the blue, I want to say three weeks ago, he sends me a message on – maybe longer than that even. He sends me a message on Facebook saying, hey, I know I said I was going to come on your guy's show again. Uh, what When do you, when would you like to do that? And he's, and he's like, because I, I, I'm looking forward to it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I talked with Chuck, and we talked about when. I sent him a message when and didn't hear anything back again. And then out of the blue again, last week, I get a message from him through Twitter that says, hey, uh, you guys, sorry I've been out of touch. You interested in still having me on? Yeah. <laughs> I love I'm you like, guys. I'm like, yeah, am I actually going to hear from you this time? <laughs> But same thing happened with uh, James Robinson. I, I twi- uh, tweeted to him because he's going to be on the new uh, He-Man comic. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And he's a huge name in comic books as far as a writer and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thought there was no chance in hell. But I tweeted him. I was like, hey, we'd love to talk to you about Master of the Universe on our podcast. And he goes, yeah, how about next week? And I was like, sure. Didn't hear anything back from him. And I says, well, how about like Thursday? I thought maybe he wanted me to tell him a date because I asked him like what time, what time and day works best for you. And I didn't hear anything. So, I, so then I said to him, well, how about Thursday? Still didn't hear anything back from him. I'm like, well, what the hell? <laughs> Still waiting, yeah. So I don't want to be a stalker, but every once in a while I shoot him a little message saying, hey, you mentioned you'd be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> shoot him a tweet. What, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Believe it or not, the Collector's Club has promised us an interview. Okay. Nice, nice. And uh, I've been trying to get them on probably the last two or three months, and they've they've kind of just clammed up and shut up. And they won't talk to us. Nah. Well, uh, that's well, kind of well, how I that's kind of how I've been. Is like, what the fuck? Come on. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I was going to do it. Yeah. You, you guys got me pumped up. I was actually going to join the collectors club because I've been hemming and hawing on it, and I'm like, yeah, I really want the Footloose. 
I'll join, but then all this stuff broke out and the credit card scams and all this jazz and getting hacked, and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should wait until everything gets situated. And I've ran the gauntlet already, dude. I got renewed. Did you? Yep. I want to find out what the next figure is going to be, and I, I really want to join because I want that damn newsletter with the comic and everything in yeah. it. Yeah. We, we probably won't find out what the next figure is going to be until, well, we might get lucky and find out this year at JoeCon. And I think yeah. it would be good. It's the, it's the late year, so we might find more stuff out at the end of JoeCon this year. Yeah. I, I think the more that they could tell us up front and the, the less – it's like the second – the, the, the thing that was first on everyone's mind was a credit card thing and how bad they screwed up. And the second that the first figure came out for the, for the convention set, it just stopped. And then another figure came out, another figure. And then 15 figures later, well, you kind of remember what happened with the credit card thing, especially if you're a victim. But, man, horror show looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about the uh, the subscription figures? That's like Oof. been a year, right? That has been over a year. And they said that they wanted to – the last newsletter – now, keep in mind that he's – pretty much the last year the, the newsletter said – is supposed to be going on, on now, and we, you know, we have problems with the code and and this and that, and then I'm sure a lot of it had to do with getting hacked. Um, they said that they will start up registration for the FSS on or about the time that registration is occurring for JoeCon. Wow, that is that is an insanely bad move. I I, I don't publicly ever say to club bad move, dudes, bad move. But you have some people that are now forced to make a choice. Joe collectors are a little bit more cheaper, cheap. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just a thrifty. 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 There you go. Yeah. Then Transformers collectors. Transformers collectors, hey, you know, here's eight Transformers. It's going to cost you 60 bucks a pop over the next year. Okay, fine. Here you go. Here's four hundred eighty dollars. Many of them are virgins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I I mean, this. Granted, it's probably not true because of vehicles and everything else. But I was going to. What I was going to say is, Transformers fans are probably more used to having to pay for figures, be, pay more for their figures and everything, because the figures tend to be larger. Like even in the past. Yeah. I will. I will concede that. Yeah. Yeah. That. That oh. and the virginity. That. that. Is <laughs> yeah, what nothing about? else to spend their money on. So. <laughs> so. What what they're going to do now is you got you're forcing people to make a choice, or you're forcing people to cut back. Like I really wanted to get two subscriptions. I wanted to get one so I can keep one carded, and or maybe use it for trade fodder down the road, and another one that I can open. But now it looks like if you're going to do that to me, I'm st- I'm going to JoeCon. Ain't nothing stopping me from going to JoeCon. Uh, you have to pay for the subscription all up front. No, it's going to be. We still think it's going to be anywhere between twenty and twenty-five a figure. Uh, word given to me was twenty-two a figure. So you start doing the math. Either way you look at it, it's going to be over three hundred dollars. So they're going to separate it into three installments. So if JoeCon is going to cost me uh, three forty-five, three fifty, you know, and let's say I want a T-shirt and some other stuff, let's call it four hundred, and then I'm going to throw another hundred on top of that to pay for the FSS. Well, the way the the way the He-Man subscription works for Maddie Collector is you get the subscription, you pay the twenty bucks for that, and then every month you're you're billed however much they ship. So one figure, if they do one figure, you're billed you know twenty two dollars for twenty right. bucks. If they do two figures, you're billed you know forty bucks. It's just going to be it's three installments. Month. It's going to be three installments over three months. 
Oh, from wow. That. Yeah. We're not, uh, we're, we're, we're not giving random numbers to the club to try and run on credit cards. That's just, you're, you're asking for just more yeah. punishment with those, with those guys. So what I, what I, we've said in the podcast, and I hope that message has been received, is look, you've made us wait a year for it already. That's fine. What, what's a, what's six weeks? What's nine weeks at this point? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, we get us, get us through Joe Con. I will buy extra stuff from you at JoeCon so I can put it on eBay so I can turn around and make a profit. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hide the fact that I can probably make a profit by selling a lot of those extra exclusives. And then I will turn around and give you that profit for your FSS. Yeah. But work with me here. Now, do you have to be a member of the club to yes. buy those yes. subscription yes. figures? Yes. Okay. They just won't be on the club website to buy them because sometimes they, they sell- actually will. But in order to get those, you still have to be a member, I still believe. And okay. they're going to be there's going to be a very small number of them available uh, at a slightly accelerated price. So maybe twenty five to thirty. I'm thinking more like forty five fifty. Wow, for a single figure. So if you wanted to cherry pick the figures and didn't want all of them, and say you only wanted like three or four, yeah, it, yep. it, it'll cost you a little bit more. Yeah, so you're, you're paying. Let's say you wanted to get three or four. Let's say you want to get four of them, and that's going to be two hundred dollars. Wow! And, it's, and it would have just been another hundred or so just to get the subscription. Probably they're going to make it. Like, ones you don't. We, we like we like to call yeah. that paying out the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're 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 better off just getting a subscription and eBaying the ones you don't and want. EBaying the ones you don't want. Yeah, yeah you'll you're you're better. Hell yeah, you'll be much better off. Plus, you'll probably make some coin on the side. Because I really wanted the uh, the tan grunt figure, and I know the Cover Girl is not your favorite, but I want it because it's Cover Girl. No, I get it. What? A, I'm glad it's out of the way so people can stop bitching about it. <laughs> there you go. We can move on to other figures that I want. <laughs> yeah. I still need a cross country. I need a uh, frostbite toll booth. Yeah, drivers. Yeah, those vehicle drivers from what 87, 88, somewhere in there. Yeah, right. 86. Well, we're we're still he hasn't he hasn't pulled out anybody past 85 yet, so. That's my wheelhouse. 82 the wheelhouse. to 85. 82 <laughs> to 87, man. I I I have a similar <laughs> wheelhouse. I'm just uh <laughs> I kind of tapped out around 88 myself, but it, it's just kind of one of those it's Yeah, yeah. I, I keep I keep clamoring for iceberg. I keep saying that this was a this iceberg was a prime. Yeah. This was a prime concept to sneak in an iceberg, and it didn't happen. On Arctic, oh, he could be a souvenir. Pimp. He could be a souvenir, but oh, he's, he's an not. Arctic, set. Arctic battle set would have been pimp. Totally pimp. Because I mean, you could if you're get gonna have a frostbite. You could put a snow job in there. Awesome. Because hey, what, what, what you're looking at is is Liz right Liz now you've got a concept that doesn't have any Joe's or yeah. And I, I just yeah, have a feeling called, that's not going to uh, stand. Regarding an iron grenadier, yeah. So that's what I. You still have the. You still have the extra five or six figures that are going to be the convention exclusive, the souvenirs. So who knows? They might slide a Joe in there or something. Yeah. Keep your fingers crossed. Really going to be that many though. Yeah, it could be a small Joe Observer Force three pack with iceberg. Nice. I say they do what I did, which is I've got my I got my sci-fi and his three laser troopers behind him. (laughs) I sci-fi troop building. I bought four sci-fis. And, that is a sweet figure. <laughs> and, the, and the first one, had the front one, which is sci-fi, has the half visor. The other yeah. three that are behind them have the full visor, so they're the faceless ones. So 
made for good tro- made for a good troop building. That, that is a sweet figure, yeah. Without uh, with without the intention of it being troop building. That GI Joe trooper that's coming out for the movie line is pretty nice. Yeah, Mister Halo. Yes, Mister <laughs> Halo. <laughs> a Tom use him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a he is just jam full of accessories. He has four pistols alone. They all fit into his backpack. Nice. I want I want uh, the Bruce Willis Joel Colton figure so I could oh. do my Die Hard diorama. Everybody wants that one. I oh. can't wait for that one myself. That's Wave Three. Uh, Todd was telling me Kokomo Toys should be getting Wave Two. He has Wave One. Like I said, I helped him set it all up. It's all, he has it there now. Let me ask you guys this question here. With the past movie, the the figures were all over the place. We were tripping all over them. Do you guys think it'll be like that, or will they, they scroll it down? I hope not, but I don't know. Um, with with, with I, nobody I, having them on the shelves yet, or, or next to nobody yet, it's tough to say. Tough to say. Okay. What's your gut feeling? I need to, I need to pick. Um, I think there's a lot more juice going into this movie than there is the last one. See, that's I think what I was is, thinking, too. It, it's a much more appealing set of figures, uh, just from aesthetically. They've got color to them. It's not just the same black and gray and silver type guys that there were the last time. So I think they, they stand more of a chance to get the casual buyer. Uh, the higher price point's gonna gonna hurt though. Yeah, nine ninety nine a pop. Yet, well, Target has them for ten ninety nine. Yep, that that'll come down when they get them set. See, that's what I think. But when the movie comes out around, you know, then the toys come out around what was Memorial Day weekend or something like that. Sure. They're being reported being found at Target stores at nine ninety nine. Okay, okay. Well, I got a I got an update on Twitter from General Joe's that Lady J and Cobra Viper added to the GI Joe Special Ops roster. Wow. Oh yeah, the video game. Yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to talk about that last night, but no, he did not show. He up. was. He's a he's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Such a penis, Elliot. Unlike unlike Rock the Dick. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not giving the, him that. No. The Elliot penis joke there. Nobody, nobody. No. All right. Yeah, there's a big I, orange. I, orange. See, I just think that those re- retaliation figures, you're going to be finding them all over the place, and like Toys R Us might do like a you know buy two get one free sale or something like that. And well, yeah, the the the. I think if you're patient, it'll pay off. The uh, the the peg peg warmers are are going to are pretty obvious right now. It's. They're putting two storm shadows, two snake eyes, and two uh, roadblocks in the in every case at the first wave. Well, that's standard. Yeah, so those are going to be just clogging up, and I, I expect Duke kind of to clog up. The army builders are going to fly. Yeah, a lot of the ninjas yeah. are going to fly. I think. I, th- I don't. I don't think that uh, that storm shadow actually may warm as much as we think. I don't know, but uh, uh, the the army builders are going to fly. The, the The cobra trooper is pretty solid. I like him. Yeah, I like that one. Like the Red Ninja, I'm, I'm not crazy about Zartan. Zartan's not bad. He he has he has that uh, um, color or the uh, light piping through the through the head. So that's that's how you get the red eyes and the green eyes to glow. Oh, Zartan's the, the one. The warlock. Yeah. <laughs> Zartan's the one guy that the reduced articulation bugs me on. It, it, yeah. To me, it's like the the whole midsection, the whole waist of that figure. Just there's no breakup in it, really. It, it's different I, when you get it in hand. Okay. Yeah. If I get Zartan, uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be my warlock that's in charge of my zombie minions from the Joe line. I've heard I put, that. I've heard that a lot. People are like, yeah, he looks zombie. 
<laughs> I was just going to put him with the uh, Renegades figures. He, he looks very Renegades-like. Yeah. I think he was supposed to be a Renegades figure, and they just you know put him in them with the movie or something. I don't know. Well, if that's, you... Uh, that's Justin's hunch, too. Yeah. And I, I, I would not be surprised. The, the Renegades 4-pack from Amazon did very, very, very well. Yeah, I went to go order that, and it's gone. That's a good sign. You, uh, I'm, I'm sure. Well, not for you, not for you. And I, and I, I, I assure you, you will, you will get your four pack at some point. Um, but <clears throat> I think uh, we might see some uh, some gift packs coming out around Christmas time with uh, oh. with some Renegade stuff. Nice, nice. It is a big orange. I got one of the boxes here for Wave One. Big orange graphic on the side. Do not put on shelves before May 28th, 2012. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I already have. Did you, did you buy the... the well, don't, well, don't put it on your shelf before What's that? Did you get the don't, movie? Don't put it on your shelf before them. No, they're not... Well, yeah, they're not on my shelf yet. What did you say, Chuck? Did you get the movie four-pack, too? There was a movie four-pack? Yeah, was I, like got a, the movie, I got the movie four-pack from Amazon and the and the, and the, um, the, the Renegades four-pack. The movie four-pack... The only thing remarkable I thought about the whole movie four-pack is that the file card in it for, for Cobra Commander said Rex Lewis. Oh, not there, there's, there's absolutely nothing in it that uh, the, the Black Cobra Commanders kind of come single carded. The roadblock. They even black now? Yeah. yeah. Wow. The roadblock is the same roadblock in Wave 1. Uh, I think that the Snake Eyes is the same Snake Eyes in the three pack. I, I believe Gary actually means the African American Cobra Commander. Yeah, it, don't worry, Mike. It went over his head. That's all right. I realized that that joke was lost. Uh, sorry, I, I'm thinking. Yeah, I got the one. Considering what they did to Ripcord, I thought it was apropos. Ah, so. uh, you had to bring it up. My feelings are I'm still not over. <laughs> but the three pack, the the Retaliation three packs, the Ninja Dojo and the Ninja Dojo, yeah. And what's the other one? I forget. The Ninja Jojo and the Ninja Showdown set. Those are both very, very good, I think. The figures in those, with the exception of Roadblock at his ankle, all the figures in those have full articulation. What's the price point on those going to be? 25 Yeah. Three, I mean, that's not bad, I guess. No. no. Better, better than 10 bucks a pop. Better than 30 yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's the, forty a pop, isn't it, for the um, four packs? Yeah, that's the problem. Chuck and I talked about. We were seeing prices of like ten ninety nine a figure, and I'm like, at that price, I'm only getting a couple. I would have gotten a lot more if they weren't. I agree with you. I, I, I was like, I was, I was up at Todd's yesterday at Kokomo, and I was like, okay, I want to get some extra GI Joe troopers. How much are they? Because I, what I originally got my wave one stuff, I got at a Meyer. It was six ninety. It was six seventy nine. Yeah, I pay that all day. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a deal now. And he's like, uh, that's eleven ninety nine. Wow. I'll just take one. Yeah, yeah one, <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Cash, and you know, if, if Deep Pockets Godso is scared off, it's too, it's pretty expensive. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm in, in hock to Gary Head right now for a bunch of shit. Uh, I thought you, you were... Coming from Gary Head. Gary Head. I have... Um, I have uh, a Rise of Cobra, a carded Rise of Cobra snow job that has a Pursuit of Cobra sticker on it that never got released. It was a it's a test, it's a carded sample. Hmm, nice. So that's that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. And then he also found me the final 
uh, carded um, figure of that um, 25th Wave 14. So me and him are the only ones in North America that I know of that have all four of those figures carded. Which figure is that? It's uh, the the modern era t- Wave 14, which was going to be a Night Force Falcon, a single carded Zap, single carded Battle Damage Bat, and then a oh, single carded Retaliation uh, or a Resolute Snow Job. Yeah, I saw the uh, images for the uh, the Zap and everything like that before the cards. Yeah, somebody had them online or something like that. And I saw those, but then he came out in that seven pack, the Cobra. Yeah, yeah, they all, with the exception of that Falcon, came out in the seven packs later. They were supposed to be part of a, a card in Wave 14 that coincided too close to movie release, and they just said, scrap it. But they had carded samples out there. So I, I, I got three of the four pretty cheaply from, from Asia, from someone that I knew someone that knew someone that knew someone. I actually got them for like, like eight bucks a piece, and I've been offered thousands for them. Thousands. Same. Same. And I, I told <laughs> sell him. I told I told Gary Gary Head calls me. He goes, what's what's a Storm Shadow card in Wave fourteen worth to you? And I said, uh shit, just name your price. Yeah. And so uh, I'm in pretty deep on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're flying Gary Head out to JoeCon, right? No, he'll be there anyways. But yeah, <laughs> this no, but is, you're paying for it. You 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 know who Gary Head is right? Gyre Viper on his tank. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Chuck, you just remind Chuck, you just reminded me of a, a quest, uh, rapid fire question to ask uh, Costa. Oh. The uh, you, the infamous does everything have a price? Everything does. No. Yes, it does. No, it does not. Back me up on this, guys. Uh, totally. totally. And we're, yeah. man, we're talking everything. everything. We mean everything, including family, friends, all that. Everything has a price. Has a monetary. Give price. someone enough we're money, not... they'll do anything. No, I'm talking about like every like I've told Chuck. So you would turn your wife over for a certain amount of money depending on the certain price, and he said yes. Tree fifty. <laughs> Tree fifty. Tree fifty. I'm in the garage. I told, in the house. I told him there are certain things, including family members and such, that do not have a price. Because I said uh, you wouldn't sell your dog for eight hundred million dollars, and you said no. I said no. There. I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I, I wouldn't. would sell your dog for you. I know you would, <laughs> but I would not sell my dog. My dog is a member of my family. Eight hundred million dollars doesn't matter. Is it going doesn't to a good matter. Family? You don't know. Okay. Who cares? That they was... could go to the Asian chop suey house. Eight hundred million dollars. Oh. <laughs> See, you have to understand too. Chuck does not like animals. Chuck. Eight hundred million dollars, Gary. Come on. Dude, for eight hundred million dollars, I could buy another dog. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Mike. And, and, and I love bees. I love animals. Okay, I love animals. I think when it came down to my dog, I, I'm I'm with Ryan on that one. I could I couldn't do it. I, I don't know if I, I could do it. But if You're someone said 800 fire. million and give me your wave your wave 14 figures, oh done. sure, done, yeah, done, done, yeah. <laughs> I will That's go over price. to Asia with the 800 million that I get. I will fly back over to Asia, find the person, and get them again. Right. Yeah. yeah, you might have I to, don't, you might have to show me cash, but I, I I'm pretty sure that the pet has a price. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a price. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like I would agree with Chuck on that every material item eventually has a price um, that would allow me to part with it. But there's certain things that just for me don't have a price. You can't like you can't buy it. Eight hundred million dollars, except for card wave fourteen. That clearly right. <laughs> That is priceless. Like test samples that I have, but other than that, yeah. 
Oh, here's here's another debate since since we don't have our guest on anyway, so uh, so I might as well ask you guys these questions. Um, this was another debate we've had at work. Uh, is seven hundred dollars about a grand? Yeah, it's about a grand. No, no. just shy of a grand. Seven hundred dollars is about seven hundred dollars. <laughs> right. I, I told Chuck. I told Chuck if seven hundred dollars is about a grand, then I want to borrow a thousand dollars from him, <laughs> and I'll, and I'll pay him back about a thousand dollars. Well, you mean about seven hundred? You screwed up your own joke. No, I want to borrow a thousand dollars from you, and I will pay you back about a thousand dollars. That doesn't work. He's going to Which borrow a thousand and pay you back seven hundred. Exactly. I don't find it humorous. If seven hundred dollars, then I want to borrow a thousand from you all the time. <laughs> well, what I was saying, and you're taking it out of context again, like you always do. No. If you don't have any money, seven hundred dollars may as well be a thousand. It may as well be. It might as well be a million. Exactly. Maybe you well don't have it. it. So, so that doesn't make that doesn't make seven hundred dollars about a million dollars. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Here, Take here's it out of context it, again. Here's how it came up, Chuck. We're, we're I don't know looking if at this girl, and we're like, "Would you fuck girl for like?" No. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, yeah, sure. Why not?" About a girl? No, I'm just. Kidding. I'm just kidding. No. So what happened is, I don't know if you guys heard that uh, a real American hero. I'm sure you have. A real American hero is going to start coming out in hardcover edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the old run. Yeah. So, uh, which was hilarious because we asked Shannon uh, Gallant about that when we had him on, and he didn't know. And then, like two days later, we found out that they were. Uh, but so either he really didn't know or he held the secret. <laughs> right. I think he really didn't know. But um that's no, so that sounds like one of those things. Yeah. So we uh well you said they keep them in the basement, so um but we were doing math so, on it thinking how much it would be. And it, and we were like, okay, so you figure 15 volumes if they did only f- we figure more than uh 10 issues would go in each hardcover, yes. but but even if they didn't, let's sake of argument, let's say they didn't, they only did 10 issues per hardcover, so you're looking at, again, about 15 volumes well, of it again. Well, again, it would be like, more than that because you're including the special missions, all the yearbooks, they said everything would go in it. Okay, so, okay, 20 hardcovers. Maybe, yeah, give or take. Okay, so you got 20 hardcovers, and we figure they're going to go for about, thir- what would we say, like $35 a pop? 35 to 40 somewhere around there. I don't, we're estimating. But we would get a discount, but whatever. So we looked at that it came out, I think the math came out to like 700, 750. And Chuck goes, I'm going to, before he did the math, he goes, I'm going to spend about a grand on this. And I was like, no, you won't. It's, you probably spend about six, $700. And he goes, yeah, that's about a grand. I go, no, the hell it's not. No, <laughs> this is what we no, talked about. 700 bucks. 700 bucks is about 700 bucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Again, this is what we talk about. <laughs> this these are the arguments we have at work. And then we bring them on the show. <laughs> what were we arguing about today? Oh, art. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Oh, well. You need visuals for this. <laughs> no, you, you need visuals because we, we had an argument on episode 69 about uh, the Dawn of the Jedi comic book, and, and Chuck said it was the art was just eh, and I was like, the art was amazing. He goes, it's like it's like all the other Star Wars art I've seen. I was like, no, it's not. Said, all the Star Wars books, pretty much, they look the same. They It, it looks like a Star Wars <laughs> book. It's not great. It's not bad. It just looks like so a Star Wars book. So I sent him four images from different Star Wars books, and he says, yeah, they all look similar. And I was like, you're on crack. <laughs> so I posted two of them on the forums, and he goes, no, you sent me four of them. And I says, well, if you're telling me they're all similar, then it doesn't matter which two I pick out of the four. They should look similar. 
See, this is how he gets people to vote with him and side with him on all these arguments. Is Are he sets similar? up the poll a different way. Are they similar? Well, yeah. Then it doesn't matter which two I pick out of the four. <laughs> whatever, whatever. To me, They're they look sim- like Star Wars books. They all do, except for the uh, blood ties thing. It, it just led to a bad lunch. I that turned into another argument because he goes, they look like Star Wars books. I was like, well, G.I. Joe books like, look like G.I. Joe books because they got G.I. Joe fucking characters in them. Well, that's not true because a real American hero Wait looks different see your email Cobra, tomorrow. and that looks different Wait than the ongoing. Your... Wait till you see your email tomorrow because you left work early. Oh, my God. Oh. I sent I sent you G.I. Joe, Transformers, and He-Man. See, I'm just going to delete it. I'm not even... I said, I said these, all look like, uh, the, these all look like these books to me because the art looks the same. <laughs> Spam. This is this is what uh, I go to lunch with, guys. Seriously. <laughs> but this is what makes the show good. <laughs> All right. So, what did you guys think of Avengers? Loved, loved it. Good. God, I, I loved it. Well, I almost came in my pants. <laughs> He's if a the man theater after just a mouse heart. It out and just started going to town. <laughs> um. Yeah. Best comic book movie ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is before, and this is before Batman comes out. I don't, yeah. I don't see Batman beating it. I don't either. That's good. A rumor, if you guys, want I to still think spoilers, it's gonna be good. But. If you guys want to hear this, but uh, the rumor is that Batman's gonna die in that movie. Yeah, that's been out for a while. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I don't know. I'm okay um, with that. That's Spider-Man. I, I'm okay with that. I'd be okay with, okay with Gary. If it's a good story, I'm okay with it, but. I, I like the trailer for Spider-Man. That actually looked really good. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I thought for a while that Joe might have a chance to go two consecutive weeks, number one, and then I saw that trailer, and I'm like, nah, yeah. that was just wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was a huge person against the Spider-Man movie. I thought it looked horrible. All the pictures I've seen I thought looked horrible and everything else, and then I saw the first trailer, and then I've seen trailers since then, and I'm like, this might be the best Spider-Man movie ever. Yeah, that, that last trailer I saw was the one that got me going, this this may be pretty what, good. What Everything makes me good. laugh is they, they found the, the perfect chick to cast as Mary Jane Watson, and they cast her as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, she'll get her neck snap. That's all right. That makes makes me laugh, because, again, it makes you think that the first time around they had the perfect chick to cast as Gwen Stacy, and they put her in as Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, conf- I'm confused by the women in the Spider-Man movies, but besides that, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's a good it's a good year for movies. I mean, you have all that. I'm interested in Prometheus uh, coming out, The Hobbit. I'm huge. Oh man, I'm gonna lose my mind when The Hobbit comes out. That's November, right? Yeah. Then you got Superman's Superman. supposed to come out yeah. in December. They, are, they, are they just restarting that again? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But with the new DC look to them. Okay. The, the new, what they the should have done the last time. I exactly. like, I like returns. No, you're. It's, you it's not that it was terrible. Like I'm not going to sit there and say that it's awful. It's but bad. <laughs> you're making a you're making a movie as a sequel that already had two sequels after it. Right. Thank you. Twenty and years after 20 years it happened. Later, exactly. Yeah. And Sorry, no. That's just stupid. That's just a bad <laughs> idea. And you're giving Superman a kid. And you're giving Superman a kid. That uh, that actually didn't bother me. I'm okay. That I'm okay with. I'm okay with it getting away from canon. I'd rather have something oh, that yeah. keeps me entertained and gets away from canon I'm than the same old crap get hacked up again. But you know, actually, you know what bothered me more was that they retreaded the same damn plot again of Lex Luthor wanting property 
real estate. Real estate, yeah, yeah real, real estate. estate from way back when. And I'm like, you know what? Can we pick a different villain than Lex Luthor? Not that I mean, they picked an awesome actor to play Lex Luthor. Don't get me wrong, Kevin Spacey, I thought played it. Perfect, the, problem, Luther. the problem with that movie was not casting, was not acting. It was no. it was a bad script, bad, bad story, written. yeah, bad written, yeah. So okay, I'm clearly oh. the only person that liked that movie. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I thought it was okay. I, I'm just not. Let's check some other bad ones for you, Gary. How you feel about the Ang Lee Hulk? <laughs> oh, 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 I can't believe I went and saw that uh, midnight release. Oh, oh geez, dude, dude, when he's tearing apart tanks for that five minutes, it's pretty fucking awesome. Oh yeah, that those five minutes are awesome. But after that, horrible. After besides that, it's it's pretty terrible. Yeah. How about uh, Wolverine Origins? Didn't uh, see it. No, didn't see it. That's uh, good. We went and saw that together. I no, can't believe you bring that up. Not good. It's not good. I liked it. We liked it. What are you talking about? He liked it because he saw it with you, Ryan. Exactly. Oh, right. Radio. Right. I was still on the the glow after I walked out of there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of other horrible ones that came out. <laughs> Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil was bad. bad. <laughs> Electra was horrible. Um, uh, Electra was better than Daredevil. That's how Punisher. bad Daredevil was. I don't know about that. <laughs> I would say Electra is a little bit worse than Ghost Daredevil. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was bad. I, I have to add a disclaimer that I hate Daredevil. Okay. I have a pathological was, hatred of Daredevil going in. I will say that, the, uh, and I know people say this all the time, but it's honestly true, Dare, the Daredevil director's cut that came out on DVD is better than the theatrical version. If you ever get a chance to watch it, I, Mike, it's not going to work on you. But no, I'm just saying that. I mean, people people always say that he's Marvel's version of Batman, and I, I, my no. comp, my, my return to that is that Daredevil doesn't even stack up to Robin. No, he doesn't. I see. I was so indifferent to Daredevil in the past. I didn't really care about him. He didn't, you know, one way or the other. I didn't give a shit. Then I read that it's Mark totally Wade nice. Daredevil story, the new comic book out from Mark Wade. Yeah, yeah, I, I, oh, that's good. Mark Wade is is kind of like Mark Wade is a guy who constantly takes properties that I have no interest in and then makes them interesting to me. It's I hate good. him and I love him. Yeah, that, that's a good comic. I bought the trade of that and I'm getting the second volume of it too. I, I'm good. not reading it simply because I don't want to buy the fucking book. I'm tired of Mark Wade doing this to me. I, I read it. I read it all in one day in one sitting. I couldn't put it down. That's how good it was. He did it with Fantastic Four. He did it with Legion of Superheroes. I'm done with you, Mark Wade. I'm done. I love Mark Wade. I love him. And that's because he's awesome. I'm done with him because he's awesome. He's going to be a Baltimore Comic Con. asshole, how dare you be good at your job? Yeah, we're going to see him at Baltimore Comic Con and get a... I'm going to have him sign my Daredevil trade. I'm bringing my uh, Kingdom Come Absolute Edition to have him sign it. So... Which... uh, Sign his rock-hard penis. (laughs) <laughs> I, I would I would touch it if he asked me <laughs> see that's the thing I'm afraid that's going to happen if we do get Hammer in the room <laughs> is Larry is, will you sign my rock hard penis <laughs> yeah, so, no it's like Larry it, it will be drink. Larry you want us to go grab you a taco or something Larry can I can I give you a hand job you know whatever uh, I mean you get a couple Larry. beers in him he'd probably be okay <laughs> nice I'm going to I'm gonna have to pull Chuck off of his leg Yes, you will. See, we we had the uh, the, the, the private moment with Larry in the UK. It was um, 
me, Dave Tree, James, and Larry all at dinner the, the night before that convention started. And your head and, just exploded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is we, <laughs> we're sitting there talking. And Larry looked about, over at James and said, James, will you sign my rock hard Venus? Venus. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Well, he was, he was talking about a past convention. And he goes, yeah, I was at some past convention and somebody came dressed in his crimson crystal ball. <laughs> and James says, that was me! Jackass came dressed as that. horrible. He goes, and really, and, and then this look that uh, uh, Larry had, he kind of sits back, kind of scoots over and goes, really? <laughs> and James goes, yeah, that was me. And so later that convention, James dressed as Skeletron, which is a, an Action Force character. Okay. And... Uh, he walked into the room and Larry looks up and just he looks up and he looks back down and just kind of shakes his head <laughs> and as James leaves the room uh, and then he comes back like a minute or so later and he says you dealt sun yourself this time James <laughs> <laughs> nice. he tapped the crimson crystal ball yeah Skeletron. Skeletron. <laughs> you know, the Crimson Crystal Ball, he came in, because that year they reissued the Crimson Strike Team, so everything, the rage, was Crimson. So he goes, I'm going to come dressed as Crimson Crystal Ball. He comes in dressed as Crimson Crystal Ball, and he has the Cobra symbol uh, uh, shaved into his chest hair and, oh, wow. and painted red. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He can't never go back to that barber again. <laughs> No, he, he did that. He did that in the bathroom. Wow! I, I believe there was a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> he's he's so, hairy for a little skinny guy. So since I am watching, for those that are interested, since I am watching Twitter to see if Costa ever shows up, he might think that it's nine p.m. his time. I don't know what the hell he's thinking, but anyways, we are not interested. Yeah, we no, done with him. But uh, what I was going to tell to me. what I, what I was going to tell you that you might be interested in is that Jeff Johns and Jim Lee are interviewed on MTV Geek to talk about Trinity War and the character Pandora and what's coming up for Justice League. So nice. I knew Chuck would at least be interested. That's in a good comic too. If you guys aren't reading at the Justice League, that's really good. You guys reading um, Avengers versus X Men? Yes. You like it? Uh, I've read so it. far, I like it. Arun is keeping me well supplied. Nice. Yes. Yes. The, the one thing, yeah. yeah. The one thing I don't like is I, I at least the first issue I didn't care for it was the um, the AVX or the Avengers versus X Men, the one where you saw the individual battles. Uh-huh. Uh That's the tie-in book. Um, the the first issue of that I really didn't care for. It. I thought it was way over the top cheesy. Yeah, it and, was. Yeah. Um, but the the main book I, I'm really enjoying so far. In fact, I picked up uh, round four. Uh, today at the comic shop, so uh, I'm looking forward to checking that out. I got to download download that on the uh, um, on my iPad. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Get the old tablet fired up and going. Now, are either of you guys reading the uh, the Batman Night of Owls? Court of Owls. No. That's the Night of Owls right now. Oh, the the event, yeah. Yeah, the event. No. Um, no. the best best Batman ever written. Well, Scott yeah, Scott no, Snyder. Yeah, it's really good. Scott Snyder is just knocking it out of the park. Killing it. He he to me right now is my definitive Batman of my entire life. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> he wrote he wrote Detective Comics right at the end of the Detective Comics run. He did like a twelve part story there. Uh huh. And then he's done um 
nine issues so far of Batman. And he also did a miniseries called Gates of Gotham. And I have never been more into Batman than I've I have been, been reading his stuff. Man, Scott Snyder. Right. I've never looked at a man that way before, but <laughs> would, would would he would he be allowed to sign your rock hard penis? Yes. <laughs> yes. And he wouldn't even have to ask. <laughs> like Ryan swinging from his rock hard penis. You would just you would just display it with a sharpie pen. I would just display pen. it proudly. Yes. The It'd sharp pen clip to it. Yes. Without it be, the extra socks, yes. It would be dressed up as Batman, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here is whore. Here is whore. So. <laughs> one I Actually, what it would be is I would be dressed up as Batman, and that would be my Robin. <laughs> see, wow. see, what I love about this is that that I can I can start out of bounds, and you guys still find a way to just spiral out of control. <laughs> We, that's another crossover in the making right there. Yeah. <laughs> we we have no limits here. <laughs> yeah, there's none. Yeah. We we thought we, see, we did, but then I pushed the bounds, and there's a whole new... Well, whole we, new had, we had Craig on, and Craig's like, you will bleep every four-letter word, but oh, every that, sexual yeah. innuendo, yeah. you will run with it. And I'm like, yep. That's, yep. That's, that's, shock, that's shock jock radio right there. That's, right. How, that's, that's what being raised in America is all about, Craig. I love the juvenile humor is left in. <laughs> some, some some people see a line and say, you know, that's where I need to stop. I see a line and say, how far can, can I, I go? Yeah. <laughs> how long could I tiptoe along this line before I lose my balance? I literally, I literally got the the phrase that was used in college, uh, my college years, from my friends was, "Here's the line, here's Ryan." <laughs> that was a common phrase used in in my college years. Before you got violent. Right. Before he came out, and then and then no. Once I got violent, <laughs> I heard it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Just check. once I got violent, no one ever said those things again because he no experimented. That's that's all. Yeah. Well, everybody did. So. Right. It was mostly with animals. Oh, I thought we were talking. No, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> they need I, loving. I, I believe. What. You you made a comment about experimenting in college one time, Mike, on the program. Yeah, we were talking about you wrote a paper on Snake Eyes's lips. <laughs> I don't remember. I say a lot of shit on the show, Gary. Yeah, that, that was funny. I remember. I remember when it, it was funny then. I, I still, if you listen to it again, it's still actually funny because you got to remember I was experimenting back then. You have to understand too. Mike is heavily medicated when he's on the show. He has to be. Yeah. Right. Because you know, there, there's no mere no mere microphone could contain me if I wasn't. Mike's the, Mike's the radio pro man. That's what he went to school for. Oh, there you go. So yeah. how does it feel to get all that training and not make any money doing it? <laughs> hey, as I as I said to to my friends upstairs, the world um, needs ditch diggers too, right? <laughs> but it, it's one of those where it's like the reason that I have have made the the impetus to get to this convention is because the show is popular yeah um and we may never get here again yeah you know and, and that's the, it's not to be fatalistic or anything it's no. just that you know tastes change and y- yeah. you never know we could we could be tomorrow's garbage he but, wants to go now while someone's willing to buy him a drink exactly it's one, one of those like I, I i have i have uh, i have been out of school now since uh, the end of 1997 I never got an actual job in broadcasting because my degree made me too unhirable. 
they well, I mean the whole the whole the whole industry fell apart. There's no sure. jobs to be had. Right. Think about the last person you actually know that got famous off of radio. Right. And it's probably Jimmy Kimmel, and you're going back 20 years for that. Yeah. And um, but so I mean, as far as radio goes, it, it's just dead. As an industry, it, it's done. It's it's a utility, and it'll always be there. But it's certainly not a growth. Uh, there's no no potential for growth. And if you're not if you're in it, it's because you know somebody. Yeah. Um, and and so this is the one opportunity that I'll probably ever have to actually have any kind of success in broadcasting. And so I don't. Days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to miss it because of something dumb like I'm two hundred dollars short. Right. You know. Well, I, it's just I'm going to make every attempt to get down down there and at least enjoy my one little tiny moment with right. this You guys should have thing, put a Kickstarter know? together to get the What's on Joe Mind crew to joke on. Mm. Eh. I, don't, I don't see people paying for that. <laughs> people people if, have deep pockets and who knows? You know, it's but one it, of those things where Justin actually had some success with that in the past. Yeah. He, uh, when he was doing reviews on a regular basis and doing uh, fanfic, you know, with his di- diode fic and all that stuff, his camera his camera blew up on him, and he just threw up. You know, he was just like, you know, I hate to do this, but I I can't I can't do this any other way. You know, he threw up a a, a like a PayPal thing where you could donate, and uh, you know, it got there pretty quick. He got the four hundred bucks he needed. He actually. You know, he he returned some money because some that like the donations kept coming in after he had yeah. more than enough. People probably would have done it, but I would yeah. I'd have felt guilty about it. Yeah. Like that's one thing, or where, where you know he's for him that's a that's a that's a cost of of doing business as if if that's the site. You know, it's like he's not. You know, it, it, it's a camera. You know, it, it's not. It's not about because I'm not going. I mean, part of con too is just going down and, and seeing everybody again and and drinking too much. And I don't want the rest of the world to pay for that sort of thing. Yeah, but it's nice when they do. Well, it's I'll great. You, when, when when I was at Rollout Roll Call in the UK, I don't think every any time we went to a pub, my hand was very rarely empty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like you want another, you want another, you want another. Yeah, and it, it, James, James and I looked at each other. It's like, how many have you bought yourself? Uh, maybe one, maybe two, just to get started. And yeah. after that, they just came to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we it was pretty amazing experience. Yeah, it's it's weird because people that you really don't know a lot or don't know very well, they'll come to you and they feel like they know you a lot and they they want to talk to you and be friends and hang out and that's cool and everything that's great and it's very humbling and you, you get awestruck like i'm just a regular guy you know i'm, I'm like yeah you know, but that's it, like it is, uh, nice. it is nice i'm not gonna lie it is nice yeah that's the one thing that was funny too was uh when we had shannon on was he uh once he knew he was gonna come on the show he started listening to us and now he's a fan of the show, which is just always weird for me. It happened with Robert, too, where it's like the guy that I'm a fan of his work is a fan of what I'm doing. Really surreal, really weird. But it was funny because when we first brought him on on the show before we, you know, well, we had started recording, but we didn't start the formal show yet. He goes, OK, guys, fight. <laughs> Ready, go, fight. 
<laughs> and he goes, you have to understand. He says, I've been listening to multiple episodes a day of you guys. He goes, I feel like I know you already. <laughs> so he says, so if I say something off color or something like that, he says, just realize that I, I feel like I already know you. So, but well, that, it was pretty that's cool. That's when uh, Mike knew that he had something good because when we're in the, we're in a bar in the UK and I, we didn't, James and I did not introduce ourselves other than our first names. Hey, yeah. I'm Gary. This is James from the U.S. We're here to you know, go to roll out roll call. Noted author James Cavanaugh. <laughs> and I, I second, I, I tweeted that back to the U.S. Mike's like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we've made it, boys. We've made it. Free drinks a joke. <laughs> it's one of the. It's because I know that's my line. Right. Right. Like for the longest time, I was the only one calling him that, and eventually it just stuck because I stuck it there. Right. When I seen him at Columbus Toy Show and he had that book there and I saw the book and I saw his name on the book, I'm like, excuse me, sir, but are you noted author James Cavanaugh? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like something he would say, too. <laughs> and so it, it's like this this year's con, next year's rollout roll call is on is on the docket. As just the two shows, I I need to get to. Yeah. Canada. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Canada Canada just it, it, it it's too it's too in the middle at this mm-hmm. point. Canada's great Canada? and all, and and Heddle and Heddle pisses me off. Okay. <laughs> and and so there's that too. So if I'm gonna pick if I'm gonna pick two out of three, okay, I'm gonna go with the people that don't piss me off as much. Or at least the people. guys, uh, Canada. When, when guys, is Canada? Uh, August 10th and 11th in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, there's no way I can do that right after, I mean, a month after Jocon. No chance. Yeah, I don't I don't see me being able to do that a month before going to Baltimore. Because uh, Baltimore is the, uh, what, 7th, 8th? The 8th, 8th and 9th, yeah. And 9th, yeah. yeah uh, in, addition, in addition, CoilCon goodies that I'm going to have to save up a little bit for, too. Yeah. Oof. They, they have uh well that's the thing too like we're looking at this Baltimore thing and we're like this this potentially and we keep talking about it on the show like we we're like this is gonna be big but then we're like God I hope it's actually big and it's better you know, live up to expectations yeah because like the first year we went to um, we went to Super Show we had just started the podcast and like nobody there even barely had listened to it or anything like that we had I think one maybe two people said oh yeah I did hear an episode you guys are good but whatever. But then, like, last year we went to Super Show uh, convention, there was several people there that were listeners. Well, since then, we've grown ten times that size as far as people that we know are, we're going to be seeing in Baltimore. And yeah. and we're just like, it's going to be really weird to run into a lot of people so constantly. Here's, here's my question for the Star Joes cast. You know, how many times do people say, do, do people come up to you and say, oh, I love flag points? <laughs> uh, None. Uh, okay, just uh, I did, like did those you, guys over at flag points, but that doesn't happen. Did you see uh, someone did that to Jay? No, really yeah, not. Yeah, Mike. Yes. Our, our good buddy Jay, who does uh, uh, Moderately Geeky, said something about his podcast, and one of our listeners it was on our show one time, uh, Ratfink from Ratfink Customs. Richard says, oh, uh, uh, you're the reason I started my podcast. What's on your mind rules? <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't you see nice. the post I threw on there? Debbie told I, me it about just, it. I haven't seen it yet, though. <laughs> it was just, ha-ha! <laughs> 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 
the the question I get usually is is Chuck really like that? That's the question I get from people, and I go, yeah, he's really like that in real life. Yeah, because they think they honestly, it, and it happened one time specifically, but there's there's been other times where listeners, you know, when they get a chance to ask me by myself, <laughs> like. <laughs> When Chuck's not there, they're just like, is, is he really like that? I'm like, it's not an act on the show. <laughs> it, he's he's a not total ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's what he much says. He's holding back. Yeah, he's as much of an ass as he seems to be, yes. <laughs> I spent a six-hour car ride down here with him, and yes, yes, he's an asshole. <laughs> he's worse. <laughs> We're never eating at White Castle together again. <laughs> but no, that was actually the nice thing when we had, uh, one of the times we had Robert on was he made a comment on our show saying like that we are exactly who we seem to be on the show because I know there are podcasters out there that are very different from who they are on the show because they can let loose a lot more. But when you meet them in person, they're shy or, you know, you know, more introverted. I I would say it's me, but it's me at a 10. Yeah. (laughs) It's you at 11. Me at 11. Oh, that's (laughs) a more shame there. In person, I might be at a seven or eight. <laughs> no, you're going to be at a ten at Baltimore. I know you're going to be. Oh yeah, you're, you're going to be at a fifteen. I'm going to need to. Be your own celebrity there, Chuck. I might not wear pants. Oh right. <laughs> this might not crap. <laughs> nice. I've never recorded a word wearing pants in my life. <laughs> Naked podcast. Uh, there's a a good friend of ours that kind of lives in your area. He's up actually in Erie. He unfortunately hangs with those Joe Ohio guys. Um, Pat Stewart. He's out of necessity. Out of necessity. I, I think I think he hangs with them. He does hang with them out of necessity because there's no other collectors group that he trusts or knows. He said he would <laughs> hang out. He said he would hang with somebody else if, he, if they if they would form another group. There you go. You know what? Go. He's talking about doing like a like a small little uh, independent, like a like a coil thing. You know, a, a Joe convention or a Joe con or something like that. But just local Ohio, like book a Holiday Inn room and you know do that. And we were, we were talking could, about you doing guys that. could always become the the Cleveland chapter of the Coil. There you go. Oh, get, get jackets. <laughs> I would make you jackets. Uh, yeah. I mean, dude, we're we're set up that way. We're, we're it's it's supposed to be a, a, a loose affiliation of Midwestern cities. And, and do we so have if to you wanted to something if, like that, what do we do? How do we join? <laughs> um, you just say, "Well, we'll we'll start growing a group in Cleveland," and and we'll and Gary and I look at one another and go, "Okay, yeah, and we're going to start growing a group in Cleveland." <laughs> okay, no, there's, there's okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, well, we're in. All right. Well, there's don't we have to go a, video a, so you guys can look at each other and uh, say okay? <laughs> no, no, it's it's Gary and I have known on another while now. So come on, Ryan, I, I know these guys. It's, it's it's they're good people. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a good buddy of ours, uh, Pat Stewart. He's he's. If you've heard the Declassified, you guys heard the Joe Declassified podcast. It's a little yeah. disorganized, but he's been it's on like, it. Before. It's like the one with 15 people hosting it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been on it. Mike's been on it before, and um, we uh, never Pat's, have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Stewart's uh, on it uh, every now and then, and he's kind of from your guys's area, and, and he really is a, an uber Joe collector. I mean, he the stuff he comes up with and finds from. From China is just amazing. But he, when we originally were talking, this was probably about six months or so. So we were about halfway into our run, our current run on the podcast. He goes, he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if people would people come up at JoeCon to find you specifically. Oh yeah, I, you, they're going to Gary. They're going to. And I, 
I didn't believe him until I got the roll out roll call, and then I got a taste of it where somebody, some guy comes up and goes, "You guys rock." I would have never known about this UK convention if I didn't yeah. hear about it on your show, and you're the reason I'm here. Wait till somebody asks you to sign their program. Uh, wait, it's going to wait happen. until somebody asks you to sign their rock hard penis. <laughs> well, I haven't <laughs> signed a rock hard penis, but uh, I did sign a T-shirt at Rollout Roll Call, and then uh, Simon Simon Goff brought uh, he had a big big portrait of uh, of Craig. <laughs> I didn't know that okay. what you were going to say after the big. Day. Oh, okay. He, he, he had a big, big portrait of Craig that he had on the wall, and he had all the um, the guests sign it. And he's like, "Can you sign my 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 picture?" And I'm like, "Really? I never thought I'd be signing your yeah. picture, but okay." Yeah. <laughs> Only if you sign my rock hard penis. Yeah. <laughs> a big, big rock hard penis. Yeah. Pardon me. Look. look. Look what I've done to their show, Gary. Look what I've done to their show. I know, and every time you hear Rock Hard Penis reference on their show, I'm like, oh, Mike. There it is. <laughs> what you've done. But the only thing I will tell you, Mike, is we were pretty much already there. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, it's, it's, now it has an official name and title. It's specific word placement that I'm looking for, sure. man. I'm I'm not here to give you any new ideas. I'm just He's about here. product placement. I'm about gonna, branding. We're going to go with the RHP. Anytime you hear the initials RHP. He's going to sign my RHP? Yes. <laughs> Booyah. That's, uh, in fact, that's probably what they're going to, that's going to be the episode title of this podcast. RHP, yeah. yeah. RHP. Episode this, 71, RHP. Well, this is going to be episode 70 now because Mike Costley hasn't shown up yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> we could sign it uh, episode 70, Mike Costa, MIA. Mike Costa, RHP. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You have to explain that one to him. Uh, it stands for Rock Hard um, <laughs> We love it you. It means it's you're a really happy person. <laughs> there you go. Now we're uh, with a rock hard <laughs> Chuck's taking that one and going with it. Right. Oh, like Chuck, okay. he doesn't know the difference between a good idea and a terrible idea. <laughs> they all sound good right now. They all sound good. That's the kind of shit. That's the kind of shit that makes you succeed in this business. To hear uh, George Carlin, he's like, I got a lot of good ideas. Problem is, most of them suck. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's how that goes. Yeah. That's how this business rolls. Yeah, it's right after Mother's Day, and the Cubs suck. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, right. it's, it's past Val. It's past Valentine's Day, so they've been they've been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> wow. You were still in it at St. Patrick's Day. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> who's kidding themselves? Yeah, who's kidding See? themselves? That's an optimistic Cub fan right there. Oh, my God. Every year they do this to me, they just rip my heart out and kick me right in the junk. Come on now. This this year you, weren't ex- you were told not to expect much. And that's this what is I not got. on them this year. That's so you got, got what was expected. <laughs> I'm gonna sit there I'm gonna sit there and say hey, the tubs are probably better than expectations. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you got nothing to complain about. Well in two or three years they're gonna be contending. Two or three maybe, years. Maybe 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 four or five, but still. But still. <laughs> They'll be right there, right in the thick of it. I was actually shocked that the Indians were doing well this year. Oh, they're calling them the Windians because they keep winning. I know, but I didn't expect that this year. Well, after Father's Day, they'll fall. Yeah, probably. 
Well, either that, they'll get a team down 3-1 in the playoffs and then lose a series. Oh. It's, it's Cleveland. <laughs> Something's going to happen. <laughs> Nothing surprises me at this point. Yeah, every franchise here is cursed. Yep. They did open a new casino downtown, though. Oh, well. Yep, and that'll we'll turn it around. We we'll lose there, too. <laughs> Pacer, yeah. Pacers are 1-1 with uh, Heat right now. We might have a shot. Bosch is out. We might have a shot in this series. Yeah, they, they have a chance at that one. They have don't a chance get, now. Don't get Ryan started on that LeBron James hate again. Oh. <laughs> I still hate that man. <laughs> that man Can you was... imagine an Oklahoma City-Indiana Pacers finals? Awesome. Nobody would watch but us. Nobody would watch it. Yeah, be awesome. <laughs> Both the coasts will have their TVs off. The middle, the heartland. Fantastic. <laughs> Mike, you, you, were, know that, you know that ain't happening. Mike, you were talking about punching someone in the in the junker at the very beginning. <laughs> if I ever meet LeBron James in person, he's getting punched right in the junk. You want to shake his rock hard penis? No. <laughs> no? Okay. I'll rip it off. Say his junk might punch you back. <laughs> wow. His junk might punch you back, man. It's true. Yeah. His junk could probably dunk. <laughs> and reaches up, grabs the basketball. He, he does am, he does amazing things on a basketball court until there's two minutes left. Right. <laughs> Jokemeister. Then at which point, no, it's not even that. He doesn't even try. Yeah. Like I could respect him more if he if he failed. Oh, the, the game he doesn't even failed. try. The game against Boston just he might as well just took my heart out of my chest. Oh, that was a joke. He mailed that in. That, I know. That was a deli- that was a deliberate throwaway. Oh, he'll yeah. never convince me otherwise. No, and he says because if, if they had so beaten far. the Celtics in that series, there's no way he can leave Cleveland. Right. No. That's no. why he did it. Precisely, and I called it then. Then they would have, and seriously, they would have won. I, I really think that year they would have won the championship if he if they had beat, gotten past Boston. So well, how yeah, better are you? <laughs> On a scale of on a scale on a scale of, of one, one to ten, how bitter are you? On a scale of one to ten, you know, one being not very bitter to forty-seven being your actual level of bitter. I'm hundred. What, what level are you? Hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I so, I will never forgive him for that game, ever. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. He's the talking about after after he retires when he's maybe in the last couple of years of his career he'll come back to Cleveland. I was like, eh, it wouldn't be a good idea. The greatest, the greatest thing for me that could ever happen, and I hope this happens, but which it means it won't, is that that team never gets a championship ring, and they all get split up and go to other teams to live out their twilight years. Well, that might happen anyway, because they're starting to figure out that they can't win spending that kind of money on Chris Bosh. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to Chris Bosh, he's a fine player, but sure. he's not a max contract he's, player. Yeah, he's not no. a superstar. No. No, and you're not. just—he's clogging up too much cap. Look at the rest of that team is useless without those without those three guys. Those guys are terrible. Yeah, they're fringe NBA players, and they're they're they have to play major minutes, and that's fine if all three of those guys are all stars, but they're really not. Chris Bosh made an all star team based on inflated stats because he's got to play those minutes because there's nobody else on the roster to do it. Yeah, in Toronto. The Toronto team. Oof. Oof. I mean, oof. Jawan <laughs> Howard is Jawan Howard is on that team. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this was impressive in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
However, it is now 2012. Yeah. Yeah, Jalen Rose is on ESPN and Jawan Howard's still playing. Where's uh, Chris Weber? Chris Weber was doing college basketball. He's on TNT. Yeah, TNT? Okay. On TNT. He was calling games this year. He, occasionally he's in the studio, but he was calling games this year. He's still calling time. I tell you what, I did, I did like TNT's coverage of uh, March Madness. I, the, I always liked it. Yeah, I liked the pro guys when they were covering March Madness better than the uh, um, uh, Gumble and, and them and the, and the, and the, uh, and the, and the CBS studios. Dude, the pro guys had Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson's yeah, I, the pro's pro. That's right. He's the pro's, the pro's pro. pro. <laughs> nice. What's his nickname? It's Ernie. Uh... It's EJ. Yeah, EJ. EJ, the Jet, and Chuck. Yeah. Every show needs a Chuck. Right. <laughs> so are you going to dress up like a woman, say you lost weight? I might do the Barkley thing, sure. Okay. <laughs> He's not that proud. You've heard him. <laughs> I was You've thinking about him. begging the wife to go to JoeCon, but then I would have to like beg people to split a room and beg people for ham sandwiches, and there'd be a lot of begging going on. So to find a room's not that hard. I was just gonna somebody will give you floor space. space. Yeah. In fact, Mike Mike might still be looking for somebody, but I don't know. You're gonna room with Jay or them or what? You're gonna be on the floor. I have no idea. I don't care. I'll buy a mat. That's not the problem. That's kind and of you got you got to spoon somebody. That's all part of the experience. Well, that's why my wife's coming. I had a spoon with Chuck at Super Show last year. <laughs> yeah, baby. I I have I have slept. Did you sign his rock art penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I felt it. I, I, I told slept. you it was the morning, and I couldn't help it. <laughs> I, I have slept with on multiple occasions noted author James Cavanaugh. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> right. yeah, that's pretty true. I, I heard he gets around. Yeah. No, this is, this is this is true story. This is uh, the first time I went to the Canadian convention, and they were holding it in Hamilton that year. And we we went out. It was um, myself, another guy in your area, Brian Kaufman, Nova, and and James. We were all in the same room. Nova's a big guy, so I'm not sharing a bed with Nova. But you've seen James. James is a beanpole, so I'm sharing the bed with James. Yeah, you're like and coming, coming, <laughs> coming from a couple of guys who are big guys. Nova's a big guy. Nova is a bigger guy. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about the extent of that. But anyways, <laughs> so I get up in the morning. We're all hungover. It's been a long weekend of, of partying and drinking and Joe Con, a Canadian Joe Con. And I catch out of the corner of my eye James's bare ass coming oh, out of nice. it. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm, I'm tired. Dude, you were sleeping in the buff. <laughs> I, I, I am tired. I'm hungover. I got a long drive ahead of us because we, we drove there. I'm just going to go take a shower, freshen up, and I'll worry about what I thought I just saw later. So a little bit later, I go, dude, will you sleep a commando on me? He goes, uh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> all he said. He, he, what I was under the, the the sheet and the comforter. He was just under the comforter, so there was going to be no no touching, of course. But <laughs> I was on pillows. I <laughs> guarantee you, if Chuck wants his wants the bed to himself, that's all he has to do, and I will sleep on the floor happily. <laughs> so nice. I I, I, I have slept with noted <laughs> author James Cavanaugh when he went commando. So, so you almost literally slept with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> See, in that's the, the story. Biblical sense. <laughs> any, any port in a storm. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Ed's head. 
No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> when you're in prison, you get a pass. No, you do not get a pass. That's yes, another That's another good question. In prison, yes, you you, we're going to ask Mike Costa that when we get him on, ever. All right, that's fine. <laughs> in These are the hard hitting prison? questions we ask. In prison, do you get a pass? Yeah. No. Yeah, heads, no. head. No. <laughs> that's what they said on The Sopranos, dude. If you go to jail, you, you know, it's overlooked, you're, you get a pass. And we have, you're in the mob, they know. And we have we have a pod a fellow podcaster friend who says that head is head. So you just close your eyes and pretend. No, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I think that's how it goes. These this show has gotten more degenerate as we've gone into later episodes. Dude. That's like, oh, yeah. didn't, didn't this get you in trouble once? Ooh, yeah. No. When? Ow. Well, we got in trouble one time. For what? Well, you get in trouble, but we we got yelled at by a listener. Oh, the gay thing. Yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah, well, good thing you didn't read Chuck's Facebook page last week. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Which, which, my whole thing is, you know, if if anyone wants to know who I am and where I stand on things, or if if you want to get to know me, you're going to find out that if I make a comment, that it's a joke, and it, I don't hold anything against anyone for whatever they don't control in their life. But clowns, different story. You choose to be a clown. Yeah. <laughs> you must die. Unless you were born into a family of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the honor. What if, cl- what if clowning is all you know? <laughs> you, can, you can make life choices. You can make different life choices. <laughs> but no, it's, it's one, we've mentioned on the show many times, like if, black white, whatever race you are, whatever gender you are, whatever your sexual orientation you are, I don't give two shits as long as you're a cool person. But, you know, you have to realize I'm going to I'm gonna make fun of you. I expect you'd make fun of me. Um, I mean, I went, to give you an idea, I went in college, I hung out with a six foot four redheaded Irish guy, two uh, twins that were German, a uh, half black quarter Native American quarter white guy, and a half Latino, half white guy, and we ripped on each other's races constantly. So you're saying you got your ass kicked daily is what you're saying? No, we had people that thought we weren't even friends. They're like, you guys are constantly picking at each other. You guys are actually friends. We're like, we're the best of friends. That's what friends do. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't remember any of their names now. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm actually very close friends with most of them now. They're Just like, rock hard penis. They, right. I've signed. I remember back when we hung out with the half black guy. <laughs> he was half black, quarter Asian, and three quarters Native American. What was his name? Um, we Steve. called him half black guy. No, that, was, that was Manuel. Steve? Yeah, it was Steve. <sighs> yeah. So this is how the Star Joseph gets stood up. Right. So, so thank God. We, thank God we had you guys on. <laughs> Start signing rock hard penises. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So RHP, baby. Go. Uh, Mike, could you mind signing this for me, please? <laughs> hey, now, now that's going to be our official tag of the Ohio Coil Con is the RHP. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something Joe related for the initials, but we'll all know. We'll all know. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland, the RHPs. 
seriously, just get 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 signed up over on the the Coil forums, coilcon.com. Nice. And uh, we'll we'll create a Cleveland group and put you in charge, Evan. RHP is going to stand for Regiment Home Protection. There you go. There we go. Yeah, that that that's good. It'll throw everybody off. But we'll all know. We'll all know. <laughs> Rash hives and penicillin. And and my and my wife's a, a graphic designer, so she might be able to make like a logo for us that has a little bit of a phallic symbol in there somewhere. Uh, oh, just uh, just uh, just, uh, just make it a picture, of, you know, like the '82 Grunt card art. Right. Just have them with a little extra bulgy in certain places. <laughs> nice. Michael Bell complained about that one, too. <laughs> Didn't complain. He just said that Duke had the biggest penis on the team. He said Duke had the biggest penis, but they didn't give him enough plastic on the action figure. Wow. <laughs> Nuts. I would agree with that. You know, the technology just wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> but now we can build them bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah. Oh, not Chuck, faster, not Chuck faster. Chuck and goes, I go, I can't look at my Chuck, uh, my my Duke action figure ever the same again. Well, I always look at Duke like that. <laughs> well, then you and Michael Bell would have got along just fine. That's I'm, why he I'm always amazed. had that smile. I'm amazed you could you can pivot your head around 180 degrees like that. I know. <laughs> it takes talent. I, I work out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna be calling it a night. It's been. You suck. I'm gonna stay on. <laughs> That's fine. Guys are cool. No, I'm going to bed. I was a long ass day. I was at the. I was like, my company's had a, a user conference. We sell. We're a software company, so all the the people that have bought our software and stuff. There's like a user conference at the downtown, so we went there, and then it was a day at the Speedway for all of them. So I went to the Speedway. So my ass has been walking around. My feet are dead tired. I'm going to bed. Yeah. yeah, I got up at five. I well, got to get back at five. Thanks for giving us a show. <laughs> no, thanks I'll, for having us on, dude. I'll make sure to not leave anything in that's too incriminating. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will use my better judgment when I'm editing. <laughs> oh, just bleep it out. Yeah. I won't add to your suffering from... <laughs> Yeah, what were the name of those guys in Ohio you hate again? <laughs> uh, Richard Chuck Passio. and Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It might be after this episode. <laughs> I, I could give a fuck if he knows what the, what that I don't like him. <laughs> See, Richard Passio. I, I got a drink with Mike. Because <laughs> then the honesty will flow. <laughs> I don't think you need to be drinking with Mike to get the honesty. No, no, Mike. Mike will just uh, be honest with you. Period. Well, I mean, he's, he's on what's on Joe Mina. I got to buy him a beer. Well, yeah, I get, I get that. But. That is, that is very much obligatory. Yes. What we do here. That's right. <laughs> yes. All I'm right. Burritos for all my men. Well, it's been a blast, guys. <laughs> Good talking good. to you again, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Chuck, 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 Chuck. We got to get you here, Thanks man. For having us on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. I'll uh, get some contact information from you or something like that on Facebook or something like that, yeah. and uh, we'll set something up. You got it, man. It'll be great. I want to do something this summer because I got nothing planned until freaking Baltimore Comic Con. I'm dying. I told Ryan I need a vacation. I'm dying here. Yeah. Yeah, we're good to go. Well, getting, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll little, sit, is he getting a little grabby? He's getting really cranky. 
Oh, they said you'll start noticing in the episodes. He's he's getting worse and worse. Like it was like really hating on Transformers and their fans. And now now it's he's hating on Star the Star Wars books and he's hating on the what was the other one too? Uh, you're hating on the Voltron books. That's a piece of shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you got to stop with the hate because then we're gonna turn into that podcast. So I know the crotchety old men podcast. Yeah, you ain't that old yet. I beat that guy. That I called. Guy. I called him. I told him he's acting like he's 65 years old today. I told him that. <laughs> Get off my lawn. I was <laughs> cold. I was church. chilled. The, the temperature went down here. I, I was a little cold. Oh, poor baby. You lived in Ohio how long? Too long. <laughs> it is Indiana's redhead. It doesn't like everybody else. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's a misconception. <laughs> Indiana is... Indiana is Illinois' redheaded stepchild. Let's be honest. In, Indiana's the Indiana's the only state not in the rust not in the Sun Belt that actually has gained population in, since the last census. I have no idea what that means. People are it moving. Just means to pe- people if, are going there. If we were truly the armpit of anything, the armpit. I, of, <laughs> nobody's calling you the armpit of anything. I'm just saying that you know you need to leave like everyone else. <laughs> wow. Well, people are leaving Illinois probably because of the crime and moving to Indiana where they feel safe. So I might. They're leaving Illinois because of the crime and moving to the other part of St. Louis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, you live in St. Louis, don't you? Yes. Cardinals suck. <laughs> I fucking hate the Cardinals. Nothing personal. That's, but my God. That's not what that's not what the World Series said last year. And actually, you know, I'm a Yankees up, fan. Shut up. <laughs> I, grew wow. in, I grew I grew up in New York and I'm a Yankees fan. Oh well, good. I but the Cardinals did win the World Series last year. Yeah, it's rigged. When was the last time the Cubs did that again? Nineteen oh eight. See, I told you. But it was back to back. It was 07 and 08. Yeah. It was back to back. Well, yeah. He's getting abusive to guests now. I don't yeah, get that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Cubs fan. It's, He's a Cubs it's, fan. It's, this it's, isn't so it's much abusive as. This is like this is like a grown man picking on a second grader. Yeah, I win. Yeah, <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah. We've we've missed we've missed we've we've missed a perception here, but that's that's kind of what we expected to. Well, how how good does it feel that Pujols is now sucking it up in California? I, um, fine. Again, I'm a Yankee fan, man. Yankee I fan. fine. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> You're attacking someone that's not even a fan. <laughs> he lives there. He's guilty by association. Wow. I mean, you know, really, the the general feeling is he's not sucking it up in a Cardinals uniform, so it's okay. Is that the deal? That's kind of how they feel about it around here. Ah. Uh, they must. If be he was sucking it up in a if he was sucking it up in a Cardinal uniform, they'd probably have some more words about it. But as it is, he took the money and left. So they 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 yeah. Wow. I'd still be crying over myself. But. Again, if they okay if they weren't them? if they weren't winning their soft their creamy soft division, they probably would be. But. <laughs> creamy soft. That has a very nougat center in that division, right it's, there. It is hey. a nougaty nougaty division. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not true because the Cincinnati Reds are a good team. That's not true. A nougaty. nougaty. <laughs> Anyways, we were saying. Nougaty. <laughs> uh, uh. Nugity. 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 I am I'm pulling up standings right now. Oh. 
Yeah, well, we're in last. Uh, anytime we're below division, Pirates, yes. yeah, anytime we're below the Pirates, it's a bad year. Yeah, the Pirates are 17 and 20, and in third place, the Cardinals uh, won today, uh, which righted the ship a little bit. They're 21 and 15, and in first place by two games over the Reds. The Cubs are six games back, 15 and 21, which, again, Woo-hoo. not bad considering what they could be. The, the starting pitching on the Cubs has been surprisingly good. Yeah. Garza and Dempster and, and, some, and Samarja especially Samarja, just came yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, they, they, have, they have gotten some innings out of their, out of their starters. Their, their bullpen really, really sucks, no, uh, which makes you think if, if well, three of those games had swung the other way, they'd be a 500 team. And they, Marmel's on the DL. Yeah, he, and he's terrible, so it doesn't matter. He is. He's not a closer. He's a setup guy. They're he's, trying to shoehorn him into a closer when Kerry Wood was there. He's not much of anything because you never know where the ball's going to go when it leaves its hand. He clearly has the arm, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't, dude, wow. if, you know, you can't, I, if you can't learn, the Chicago Cubs have a Cubs good collapse. I blame Dusty Baker because he, he destroyed Mark Pryor. He blew Kerry Wood's arm off. I blame Dusty Baker. It's Barton. time to let it go, man. And this is and this has been the, your ESPN update. Yes, thank you. It's time to go, man. It's time to let it go, man. It's I can't. Time to let it go. Drop that sound away, Mike. Away. There's so many. There's so many other failures to latch on to that you, you really need to spread it around. I know. I live in a city full of them. I mean, come on. Right. You're a Cub fan in Cleveland. That's. I'm surprised you. You don't walk around every day with a gun in your mouth. <laughs> Where do I find the strength to get out of bed? <laughs> Just don't this let me, is why we have Mike on the show now. Don't let me pull the trigger, please, God! Don't let me, don't make Not me pull. Today. Not today. Not today. Yeah, and this is this is. I'm a I'm a Yankee fan in St. Louis. That's a that's that's the only thing that would make that would make me more of a winner is if I was a Yankee fan in New York. We're in Boston. Boston blows. <laughs> <laughs> The worst thing that could have happened to the, the worst thing that could have happened to the Red Sox for for all those all those whining fans that 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 threw themselves on the poetry of being perennial losers. The worst thing that could have happened to them was a, a short run of success. Because not not only do they suck again, they're but it robbed bad. them of their identity. Yeah, they're sucking bad. They're terrible. And they same can't things pitch. gonna happen I, to you, but worse. You have Theo. I, I might pitch for the Red Sox this year. That's how bad it is. <laughs> they might take it too. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I can't be. I'm, I'm a little bit slimmer you than might, Rich Garcia was. You might be closing games for the Yankees too. They, they got one more guy to blow through before that happens. Besides, just a matter, just a matter of time. They still got Rich Garcia's uniform in in Boston. Rich I could <laughs> I could be I could be El Wapo too. You, El you Wapo. could fit in Garces or El Wapo Dos. El Wapo Dos. <laughs> you could fit in Lackeys too. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. That's a lot of chicken. It's got those extra pockets for chicken sewn in. Chicken. <laughs> or big poppy and just stick you on the mound. What the hell? Yeah. Dude, poppy's skinny this year. He's Funny what happens out. when they That's when, he's when they when they. Uh, yeah, when they catch you for drugs, what funny, what, funny how you lose that weight. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just ask uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. Now, now we're gonna get the hate mail of you guys talking about sports a lot. <laughs> Whatever, we like sports. We're men. We have just people. like Rodriguez. Rodriguez is a decrepit old man. That's why he lost the weight. He's like eighty-six years old. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, second he got, second he got, like, oh, he was shooting up. Oh, there go the power numbers. I mean, he still hits him. He still hits him, just not as often. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's not a terrible hitter by any stretch. He's, no. he's batting average is up around three hundred. He's got five or six homers, but yeah, five or six legitimate you know, ones. Yeah, you know, it's just it it just that's not going to do it when you're hitting cleanup for. The, I mean, the Yankees. I'm amazed the Yankees are are hanging in there at what they are, frankly, because they've got no production out of their three, four, and five hitters all season long. Right. The rest of that lineup's tearing the cover off of the ball, and it's making up for the three guys that are supposed to be doing all the heavy lifting. How the fuck old is Derek Jeter that he's hitting 500? 37, 38, something like that. <laughs> That's 38 by the old. end of the year. That says a 38-year-old. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, exactly. You're 38. You know, you're you're how you're overweight. You've busted your ankle a couple times. This is how it's supposed to be. I'm done. Yeah. Are we talking about me or Derek Jeter? No, I'm talking about me. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Talking about Gary. We're, I'm done. we're, we're done retired. with you. You're a Cup fan. I, I, yeah, I retired. I had my two World Series. I'm done. Chuck Chuck walks around with a gun in his mouth. I thought we established Chuck, this. Chuck, well, Chuck's turned into Keith from DC Noise, where we we were like, okay, we're done, and then the next thing you know, we go 20 more minutes of who knows oh, yeah. what the hell. <laughs> DC Noise is that like a Christian rap group? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, amazingly, they're supposed to talk about DC Comics, but. Oh. Ninety percent of their show is not talking about any comics. <laughs> do they even? Do they at least talk about DC Comics television? No, <laughs> no not even that. They mix in a Batman podcasts. comic with some titty talk. Yeah, they're hilarious, by the way. So, if you ever you get a podcast, Mike can make fun of. By the way, while you I mean while you're recording, I'm I'm still pretty new to this whole podcast society. <laughs> I need. You did have the two sexiest members of the What's on Joe Mind cast on your show. Tonight. Uh, yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. Argue, and arguably Gary was here, so <laughs> there, there you go. And and in all and uh, not revealing anything, but to just to let you guys know too, if if you're reading the the Cobra book at all, um, yeah, you're gonna want to pick it up next Wednesday. Fantastic, uh, number thirteen, and uh, it some amazing amazing things that will make you very very happy are gonna happen in that issue. Fantastic, so. Just to give you the heads up, you'll want to put it at the top of your stack. Hell, you know. I think, and then you're gonna, and then you're gonna want Costa to sign your rock hard penis. penis. I knew we were going there. I was like, like, stack. Okay, where are we going with this rock hard penis? Is next. I was just waiting for it. I'm just, I'm here to observe my handiwork. You're just sitting there like a proud papa. And and concluding it with walking around with a gun in your mouth, watching it, watching it blossom and grow as as Chuck threatens suicide. <laughs> All up with a bag of dicks. We didn't. We didn't say. We, we didn't say what kind of gun was in his mouth. By the way, love gun. <laughs> it's a love gun. It comes right back to that prison thing, Ann. You know uh, I'm telling you. If, if I don't think Chuck needs prison, if Tony Soprano no. says get a pass, you get a pass. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's called a shot in the mouth. Yeah. They, Wow. <laughs> Pull the trigger of my love gun. Oh, wow. <laughs> On that note... We're still going to uh, Baltimore, right, buddy? <laughs> I miss you. Uh, George Clinton um, had the bop gun, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really reconsidering Baltimore yeah. right now. <laughs> Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, Christ. Right. 
All right, guys. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll let you go. Again, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for giving us a show. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't wait to hear this one. I don't, oh, I don't it's know gonna, where it's going. It's going to be legendary. <laughs> yeah, this is. We're just going to title this one "Dick Jokes." <laughs> This is, this is good. no man. It's just gonna. It's just gonna you know what? It's gonna five thousand hits right there. Five thousand hits. Dick, everyone likes dick jokes. It's just well, gonna be called R. It's gonna. Man. It's gonna. It's gonna have the initials W O J M in the t- in there and and so. W O J M R H P. There we go. Star Joe's and what's on your mind? Discuss the R H P. There you go. W O J M's R H P. Well, that's like mixing a vowel. You know, Justin Justin will argue that he wasn't on the podcast. Oh, let's give him a free plug at uh, generaljoes.com. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Dog. You can find it. Slash Chuck Dog 1999, yeah. Right. If you can find it. Thanks for listening. You got it, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys, you have a good night. Right. Uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting to edit, but it, it'll be a fun one. So. All right. Are we going to take care? I'm sure 15, <laughs> there's, 15, there's 15 minutes worth of material in there somewhere. Easily, yeah. yeah. In the in given two hours and 40 minutes we've been talking, there's a good 15 minutes in there somewhere. Good, good. Damn, six, damn near 20. Very nice. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, take care. Take, care. take it easy. Bye. Uh, Being the most powerful man in the universe isn't all that makes He-Man such a great hero. Being strong is fine, but there's something even better. In today's story, He-Man used something even more powerful than his muscles to beat Skeletor. You know what it was? If you said his brain, you were right. And just like a muscle, your brain is something you can develop to give yourself great power.